You're listening to the Bear Sports Network. 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 Nine. Ignition sequence start. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Bear Sports Network, it's Boyertown Bears football. Sponsored by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Tonight from Memorial Stadium, it's your Boyertown Bears battling the Perky Omen Valley Vikings. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Rick Hunter and Eric Butcher. Good evening, Boyertown fans, and welcome to Bear Sports Network presentation of the Boyertown football team. We come to you tonight from Bash Memorial Stadium as your 3-3 three three Boyertown Bears face the 5-2 Perkyoman Valley Vikings. With me tonight is a special guest, Donovan Palmer. He's filling in for Eric Butcher. Welcome, Donovan. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Yeah, <laughs> good friend of mine from way back. We'll be right back for the pregame show right after a quick message from our sponsors. You're listening to the Bear Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Bash Memorial Stadium. The Bears come into tonight after a big unexpected win at home here against the Methacton Warriors. They won that game 42-11. Roman Marinello saw the end zone three times followed by some outstanding running by Leo Egby, who accounted for 155 yards rushing, four yards passing, and two touchdowns. Not to go unmentioned is Anthony Panarello. He ran 12 times for 87 yards with a rushing touchdown, and he also threw for 38 yards on three completions with one touchdown. Roman Marinello scored three times, as I said earlier, one of which was a one-handed grab in the back of the end zone. We didn't see much from Roman uh, two weeks ago at Springford, a game which got away from the Bears pretty quick, and Roman, and I was told, was actually kind of banged up a little bit. So as that one got away from him, gave him some rest as he came back pretty strong against Mathacton last week. And watching him tonight in pregame warm-ups, Donovan, it looks like he's pretty strong tonight and ready to go. Well, I mean, I hope so. I would like to see these guys come out strong and uh, just perform tonight. This is my first time out watching them, and uh, I'd like to see a good game. It looks like it's going to be a good game, 3-3, three 5-2. and three, five and two. Any, anybody can win this game. Should be a good showdown right now. Perk Valley is basically at the top of the pack right now, especially in the Pioneer Conference of 6A. The Bears have quite a few weapons on their offense, and they're going to need all of them tonight if they're going to go against this stout defense of the Perky Avenue Valley Vikings. Between Panarello at quarterback, Egby at running back, Roman Marinello, who's a threat out of the backfield and down th out down the field catching passes, and we've seen quite a bit of this from the sophomore class that's going to be coming up here in the next two years and mm -hmm. really encouraging there watching these sophomores. I mean, tonight's secondary is primarily all sophomores minus Roman Marinello. 
So on special teams, it's been mostly Jason Oaks and Kate Sennett catching the deep balls. And Jason Oaks, I mean, defensively can't shake a stick at this kid. I mean, he goes up against, you know, 6'7 guy one week, 6'2 guy the next week. Might catch the ball on him, but he's catching him downfield on the shoelace tackle and cannot be uh, cannot be taken down at 5'8", 156 pounds. This kid fights like he's 200 pounds, 6'2". He's got heart. He's he does. Heart. He does indeed. So, Cade Sen is also playing on the opposite corner on defense in the secondary, really tearing it up out there. A couple miscues in the season, but really comes back quick in the same game as that old method of get back on the horse, gets beat on one play, and he makes you pay for it on the next one. So, really proud of these sophomores if they're advancing here and what we're going to see for years to come here at Boyertown is they're only sophomores, like I said. So Zach Foskey, I mean, we can't go without talking about Zach Foskey. He plays full-time as a varsity soccer player, comes out here, and he is absolutely perfect on the season this year, mm-hmm. minus one block kick. But he's perfect on the season as far as extra points, and, I mean, you can't beat that. So the Bears will face a very tough and physical Vikings defense tonight that is led by number eight, Jeremy Brewer. Brewer plays on the corner for the Perkman Valley Vikings, and, I mean, I watched some film on him last week, and he just really – I, you, you go up against him and you better have a good step on him or you better be able to catch the ball really quick because he's going to get you. He's a very, very physical player out on the outside there for okay. the Vikings. So if the Bears decide to go with the throw tonight and they try to decide to get aerial, which they're not really prone to doing very much. They're not a very – TJ Coach TJ Miller told me weeks ago, we are a primarily running team, running that veer option. Um, a little bit of the wing T mixed in with that. He does like to alternate his offenses a little bit. And basically, you know, showing his diversity in his backfield and on down the field. And we can't go without saying something about uh, Luke Ordway on the outside catching the deep balls as well at 6-2. Uh, we watched him in pregame, Donovan, and, you know, yeah. uh, number 28. Yeah, he's pretty tall. <laughs> he makes me look small. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Luke Ordway catching, a, you know, the deep ball in the corner in an overtime against Pottsgrove. Kind of wishing he would throw to him a little bit more, using him as a decoy primarily this year. But... Um, watching him in pregame warm-ups. I mean, defensive lineman-wise, he's in the running. I mean, he's got seven sacks on the season, I believe, um, and he's really tearing it up out there this year for Boyertown. So tonight is also Optimus Night here at Bash Memorial Stadium, and if you don't know what Optimist is, that's the youth program for Boyertown, which I had the luxury of being part of for the last 20 years, and mm-hmm. Coach Mo across the way is here tonight doing chains for Boyertown, and he actually coached our star guest tonight, who is our honorary captain. And if you don't know who James Devlin is, he was the fullback for three times as they won the Super Bowl up there in the Patri- with the New England Patriots. And he boo, is our right, – All uh, right. Well, <laughs> you know, you got to think about it. Like, I'm an Eagles no, fan. No. You're a Vikings fan. <laughs> you know, and we come out yep. here and we nobody likes the Patriots. Nobody, nobody likes TV likes 12. Nobody wants TV but 12. But when we – and, you know, coincidentally, we did play against him as the Eagles fans. We, we played against him in the Super Bowl and won, so – I haven't had a chance to speak with him, but I would love to know how that tasted. But uh, in, in any event, you know, he, he plays in four Super Bowls, wins three Super Bowls, and he played eight years in the league. And what a magnificent career That's that a he good had. Career, man. That's a real good career, especially for a running back. Yeah, and, J- and, and James Dallin, he played as a defensive end at right. Brown University in right. the Ivy League. And, you know, to watch him, you know, get, get a call, go undrafted, go to Cincinnati, play there, and then get a call to go up to New England. And they say, hey, listen, you got to play fullback if you want to play in this league. And he gets Bill Belichick, who kind of develops him a little bit. So you got to be able to reinvent yourself when you're playing football. Sometimes the position you start out with may not be the one you're supposed to be at, and that showed with him. 
you know, he, he became a great fullback and won Super Bowl. Definitely something that I've always told my kids as I coach them, just because you're a quarterback in second grade doesn't mean you're not going to be a <laughs> lineman in, you know, in high school. So we're going to get ready for the national anthem here as Perk Valley's taking the field. The band is on the field. So with the optimists tonight, James Devlin tonight, it is a big packed house here tonight at Bash Memorial Stadium at 75 degrees and the sky is clear and it is a good a night for day. football. Beautiful day for football. I, I don't it. I don't remember it being this warm when I played. <laughs> no, you know? I don't remember it being so nice. I'm pretty sure I was not in shorts and a t-shirt in uh, the middle of October when I played. So nah, This is a great night for football. I'm, a, I'm enjoying myself already. Waiting for them to gear up for the national anthem here as Boyertown High School Band is on the field. Just had their cavalcade two weeks ago. What a good show they put on. That was our national anthem here at Bash Memorial Stadium. We're going to take a real quick break, and we're going to bring you right back. Get ready for this one here at Bash Memorial Stadium. Stay tuned. James Devlin's in the house tonight on the Bears Sports Network.
In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. We're back here at Bash Memorial Stadium. This broadcast is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Here come your Boyertown Bears. Lining up to run through the banner right through the Optimist Club, kids. Basically go from second grade up to sixth grade and a flag program before that. So a great program that they put on down there with uh, Mike Stanchak at the helm. <clears throat> about five minutes here to kick off. We'll get ready for our coin toss. You can tell the, the PB guests are very enthused already. They're, they're <laughs> giving the Bears their little shouts of booze. It's all right. It's all right. I can, I can feel the intensity in this game already. They travel well coming up uh, Route 73 there. It looks like the stands are mostly filled. Their student section definitely are packed up. And the Bears are busting through. And as always, Leo Egby leading them through the line. And my man is fired up tonight, ready to go, bringing them in, getting them pumped up. And I will say, as a lot of people have been in suspense, that Ryder Garris is dressed and playing tonight. We will not see him at quarterback. Uh, at least is what the starting lineup is telling me. We will see him at free safety tonight, filling in for injured Brandon Shane. So we'll get ready for this kickoff here in just a few minutes as they bring the captains out to the field. And James Devlin is walking on the field as we speak. Number 46 for the New England Patriots, number 44 here for Boyertown in his career as a 2005 team captain. So James Devlin walking arm in arm right now on the field as the Bears in all black, arm in arm with Roman Marineau, Luke Ordway, Leo Egby, and Brandon Shane, all seniors here at Boyertown. Just a side note, James Devlin also a, as I said before, a Brown graduate from the Ivy League school and also Quincy Donovan, he ran a Boston Marathon just this past Monday. Just to show him. He looks like he's, uh, he's in a lot better shape. <laughs> a little thinner. Yeah, a little thinner. Well, you don't got to beat up any linebackers. I would imagine he lose a lot of weight. So James and Boyertown facing away from us right now as they get ready for the coin toss. Getting the team stats here on James Devlin from the PA as we get ready for this one. What that's got to feel like to be back at your high school. You know, you see that on TV all the time, but it's from our hometown here. And, and what an what awesome thing that really is, especially for these young kids to look up to. Amazing. 
To be celebrated like this is amazing. Well, talking to some of the coaches and everything else, I mean, you know, we, we talk about Dean James all the time, but we don't get a chance to honor him too often, and that's something that we were really looking forward to tonight. So Perkyum and Valley will receive as James Devlin is out there helping for the coin toss, shaking hands with the Vikings, and what an what a, just what an awesome thing that really is to see him come to the sideline. What a great experience for these kids as well, man. I guarantee they won't forget this. Interested to see if James is going to hang on the sideline. Looks like he's going to head off a little bit as he gets him fired up down there and pumping him up, heading off. Lots of cameras on Mr. Devlin here tonight in Boyertown. So Boyertown will take the field and get ready to kick this one away. Zach Vosky, number three, is your kicker tonight. Let's see what kind of leg this kid has. Zach is, uh, like I said, perfect on the season minus a blocked kick. Um, but nonetheless, hasn't missed one through the uprights yet. They don't try to kick field goals too much, um, but the extra points when they score. I mean, 42 points up last week, and he accounts for, you know, all the extra points on that. No, nobody's going for two when he's in the game. So looks like James is going to head down and chatted up with the Optimus players. What a cool experience for them. So Foskey's getting ready to kick this one away into the nighttime sky. Let's see who we got back deep for Perk Valley tonight. Foskey kicks it high, let it fly. Down, caught it at about the two yard line. He's gonna head up towards the right side of the field. Perk moving left to right. Chased to the sideline and eventually pushed out of bound by Cole Marinello as he is fired up down there tonight. I didn't catch the number, number 12 there, Donovan. That was a good tackle, number 12. Michael Pogorin. Gonna have to work on, we'll work on some of these. We'll work on some of these. So, the story for Perk Valley this year is quarterback Ethan Kohler tearing it up out there, about 1,500, almost 1,500 yards passing this year for Perk Valley as he's led the Vikings to a five and two record and undefeated in the pack right now. So, Kohler will line up in the gun, sidecar right, two left, two right. A little spread action right out the back. Roman Marinello looking aggressive. Kohler's coming out throwing. He's got his man, and it is incomplete. Pass intended for Owen Peterlin. So PB coming out aggressive with the very aggressive, very aggressive. Uh, I guess this young man just had a little bit of jitters, but that ball was definitely right on his hands. Nice okay. slant pass right there. Right on his hands. He just dropped it. So on to second down. Ethan Kohler here, uh, 275 yards passing last week, four touchdowns to four different receivers, uh, and, and basically took a game and a half lead in the pack. So throwing the ball quite a bit is Ethan Kohler. So he's got a band in motion heading left. Right up off tackle here, he's gonna come up to about the 30 yard line. Won't be enough for a first down, maybe two yards short. Good stop. Short of the first down by the Bears. Andrew Let's see Beck. if they could uh, hold this line. Andrew back here on the carry. So Ethan Kohler brings him back up to the line. Looks like back sidecar left. 
Still in the spread. In the gun. Motion. Looks like there's a miscommunication here from PV. Might be calling a timeout on this one. Coach Miller's freaking out on the sidelines here. I guess something's going on. It's a high snap for Kohler. He's dropping back to pass across his body. Incomplete. So that'll bring up a fourth down for the Vikings and not the, not the start they were looking for tonight. Not at all, man, but it's a good hole by the Bears. The defense showed up. First three downs. Let's see what they could do now in offense when they get the ball. So love seeing number 44 come in the game. Cole, Mar or Cole Yasavich, uh, Coltrane, sophomore. Uh, looks like he's been getting a lot more carries as the, as the season's progressed. Starting to see a lot more of him this year as Roman Marinello is back at the 35 to receive this punt. It's a high punt back to about the 30-yard line where Marinello will start his bid and be taken down immediately for about a two-yard loss on the catch. So Anthony Panarello will bring him out here on offense and get him going. And we'll, every week, Donovan, I know you haven't seen many of the games, but every week it's a, it's, it's a crapshoot pretty much to see who what offense I'm going to see right off the bat. And okay. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm interested in seeing what they come out with. Like you said, uh, this is my first time watching the Bears, and I love football, so... So you played a little football. I mean, quite a few years, semi-pro. Yes, sir. A Norristown graduate. Norristown graduate. We got them next week, by the way. <laughs> Panarello in the gun. Look like we're short a guy here. There we go. He's calling for his man. Eggby, sidecar right. Panarello's coming out throwing, and it's going to be way over Marinello's head. So looked like he might have been touched up there a little bit right at the line of scrimmage. A little jam. So how many years semi-pro? Um, I did about 11 years, 11 years semi-pro, uh, seven championships, uh, three MVPs, mm -hmm. uh, championship game. Okay. So football's my thing, man. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to be out here. Something very that we definitely shared. Donovan, yes, seven-time Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Panarello will get in under center this time. Tight set. Ordway split far right, Egby in the eye. Defense showing blitz. Egby's going up the middle, but he's not going to go anywhere he's met. Panarello keeps it, and that's one of the things. We talked about this earlier in the game. Yes, you said the veer option, that quick fake. It's so quick there that quite a few times this season I've missed that, that exchange where Panarello's actually kept it. But I think he didn't read the D-end correctly because he pulled it, and the D-end was sitting right there ready to make the tackle. But let's see if they, uh, you know, they learn from their mistakes early on. Third down now. Let's see what they got. So third and 10 with 10-15 to play in the first quarter. Panarello under center. Blitz is coming. Looks like we're going to run the option. Panarello's going to keep it, but he's not going to go anywhere. So that will bring up a fourth down for the Bears here with about 10 minutes to play in the first. I have to say that this PV defense looks stout. They look like they know what they're doing. It's going to be a long game if you know the Bears don't get their stuff together. But I'm hoping for a good game, and it looks like it's going to be a tough one, Rick. Yeah, I, and, and again, Boardtown's always in these tough battles. Owen J, Pottsgrove, Springford in the beginning of the game, believe it or not. You'll score at the end. Wouldn't tell that tale. But So he, Colin, Colin Eisenhard will kick this one away for Boardtown with Luke Ricci for PV back to receive at the 35-yard line. His foot's through it. And wow, that's a wow. nice, high, nice long punt. 
Nice. Taken back at the 26-yard line, but Ricci's going to take it up to about the 40, the 45, cross midfield, a 45, down to the 40. Little dancing juke moves. He's loose. And finally brought down at about the about the 42-yard line, uh, or 40, yeah, 42-yard line of Boyertown. So Ricci getting loose there, some fancy moves getting around, and Jason Oaks able to catch up with them in Boyertown, historically needing to wrap better and complete those tackles. Okay. You saw that there. <laughs> yeah. This guy had a lot of speed, man. So to have a little bit of better kick coverage on the next one. Hopefully they won't punt no more for the rest of the game. Well, we'd like to see that, that's for sure. So Kohler's in the gun. Spread set here. Ryder Garrison to free safety tonight. No safety in the middle. Caller calls for the ball. Handoff up the left side and plows over a man. He'll gain about five on the play. Ryan Clement on the carry there. And, and that's another thing. You know, we, I talked to you a little bit pregame about Boardtown and their weapons and the, the amount of weapons that they have. Well, PV's got the same thing, and they're more a very complete team in that aspect where they have so many different skilled players that they can change things up. It's not just Ethan Kohler. He's the one you hear about all the time, but uh, a lot of skill in their backfield and on their defense. So Kohler in the gun, motion right to left. He'll switch sides. Kohler's back to pass. Pick. Oh. He's got it, almost picked off from Marinello, able to make the stop at about the 24-yard line. It was close. It looked was, like he had very a, close. one more step. I think he had him, Donovan. I would have liked to see number 19 attack the quarterback a little bit more aggressively, but, you know, maybe that's what the coaches told him to do. So Nick Panarello in his face there. Right. And just not enough to get a bite on him. And I, and I talked to some of the guys earlier this week, and I said, listen, Panarello and Luke Ordway have got to put pressure on got to put Ethan pressure, Kohler. Yes, Kohler in the gun, calls for the ball. Looks like he's going to shovel pass up the middle. That was some Patrick Mahomes there <laughs> up to about the 22-yard line. Good play, good play. Way to go on the defensive line to stay stout and not just uh, feed off that the motion to the outside and that and didn't give up the inside. Way to go with the linebackers to make that play because that could have went further. Possibly a touchdown. Got to watch those. Once they break into that second level, making that stop right there. So second and seven for Perk Valley right now with 7.55 to play in the first. Got motion in the backfield. Another high snap. A high snap. Kick around the end. Number seven, and he's in the end zone. Ryan Clement in the end zone for PV, and they will strike first. So 7.46 to play. PV will get on the board first. And Boyertown not able to stop that outside. And, we, you know, that's something we preach as coaches, as players. you got to contain the outside. Gotta contain with the, the outside. The gotta corners, contain. your safety over the top. And first starts with your defensive end right on the end there to try yes, and contain that play. So PV will try and kick this one away for the extra point. Danny Kohler to hold it. It's up, it's through, and it is good. So PV will strike first here at Bash Memorial Stadium with 7.46 to play in the first quarter. PV7, Bears 0. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. 
Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here at Bash Memorial Stadium with 7.46 to play as the Bears are going to go back on offense here and try and get something cooking as Ethan Kohler just made quick work. And uh, something I've noticed in the last few weeks, watched a lot of film on in Perk Valley, is that they struggle with the, the long snap and the shotgun. Now, Ethan Kohler, a, a, a very dedicated senior at this point, has been able to adjust to that and make the adjustments on that. So Ryan Clement will kick this one away for PV. He's going to kick it high right down the middle. And Jason Oaks will pick it up from the five-yard line, come straight up through the line, take a dive and a tumble up to about the 29-yard line, and that's where the Bears will start this one off. So nice kick in the night. Nice kick in the night, though. Real good kicking. I mean, you know, even the punter, you know. Really nice kicks from the punter, and, and he's just straight down. I mean, you're kicking him almost into the end zone here in high school. And quite a foot they've got going on. So, second series on offense for the Bears. Let's see where they come out. See if they try to, you know, establish some dominance on the O line. So Panarello under center, Egby in the eye, Luke Ordway split far left. We're running the wing tee here now. Egby will try and take this one up off tackle. He's going to fight for every inch, and he might get a yard or two on that carry. Not much going on there as the interior line basically just folded on him. Panarello will get the call straight from Coach Miller on the sidelines. I don't know if you remember this, Donovan, but like when I was playing, it was a lot of hand signals. They called the plays in. I don't know if they did that when you played. Well, in Norristown, we, our quarterback had to run to the sideline, so okay. it's kind of like the same thing in right. here. And, uh, I guess it's just the way that they did it here and at Norristown, but okay. whatever works for the, that player. Panarello under center. He's calling out the blitz. Quick pitch out to Marinello up the left side. Marinello's going to spin, but be brought down. And just can't seem to get anything going running here at all as they're stuffed. Like I said, this defense, they look like they, they know what they're doing, man. Um, I would like to see uh, a little bit better blocking from the – the wide receiver, but this defense is stout, man. It, it, it's, it's impressive. Intelligence, too, because, yeah. you know. And you know you run into the outside. You got to make sure you, you, you seal that side. Your linebackers are shifting. They're sliding. They're not moving back. They're, you know, they're, 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 sh they're shaking down the line. Panarello under center again. Two wings. Panarello's going to throw. Oh, he's got Egby up at the 48 line. Egby's going to be brought down near midfield as the ball looks like it might have come out. And it, PV saying it's out and it's theirs, waiting for the official call. And it looks like it is PV's ball. So Egby with a great catch, almost looked like it was going to be picked off, comes up to about midfield and fumbles the ball. So PV's going to get in our crack at it right at midfield here with 6-17 to play in the first. Not, I mean, finally get something going. That was a good catch. That was a good contested catch. Finally get it going and, and, and you know. Unfortunately, the play didn't end the way they wanted it to, but again, you know, it's early. Let's and get all these mix, mistakes out right now. Boyertown often played with turnovers here and there. So Kohler's coming out, throwing out of the gun. He'll pass up to about the 42-yard line, so about an eight-yard gain on the play there. 
Boyertown not able to stop in that secondary. Again, a young secondary, you know, mostly made up of sophomores. Uh, good, playing really well this year, but not able to stop Ethan Kohler in this, this speed offense that they got here with the Vikings. So Kohler in the gun again. Boyertown playing up, press. Motion left to right, high snap, fake the handoff. Kohler's looking for a man down the field and uh, no incomplete down at the 15 yard line. Roman Marinello on the coverage there, but had the pass been there on time, that might have been a touchdown. Been a touchdown. He had about two steps on no, Roman Marinello there, so. And we knew, I knew, you know, coming into this that Kohler was going to come out slinging this ball around. Right. He's got the running game, but. No, when you got 1,500 yards on the season and you're, you know, seven games, seven weekend, it's quite an establishment as a quarterback in high school. So Kohler in the gun, PV in the eye, high snap, quick handoff though, made the handoff on the draw, he'll be brought down quickly at about the 37 yard line, so real nice tackle by Roman Marinello. Great tackle, open field tackle. One on one, that stopped the touchdown. I wouldn't say. So yeah, I mean, wide open there in the secondary. Basically, if he would have beat Roman, he was going to the races. That's not what they need right now. So got to get that long snap under control here, as Kohler has been able to adjust to it quite well, honestly. And he's in the gun again. He's back to pass again, looking oh, and knocked down at the line of scrimmage by Gavin Chamberlain at the 40-yard line, so. Second down, I hope that, that deflection right there can turn this defense up, just to, you know, the motivation to keep trying to keep going hard, because it's like I said again, it's early, man, you know, just get everything out right now. Uh, the game's not over. I would love to see these defensive players just motivate themselves, turn up a little bit, and just go after this quarterback like they just did on that play. So second, second and ten for the Vikings here with 5.13 to play in the first quarter. And this first quarter is actually taking a little bit longer. You know, it, both teams really pounding in here. Kohler will take a quick snap. He's looking to throw again. He's got a man deep down the field. Jason, oh, Kate sent it on the coverage. And too far behind him as PV will put set, six more up on the board. Way too much time, Rick. Didn't Way see. too much time in the pocket, brother. Looks like Dawson DeBebe, DeBebe on the catch there for the touchdown for the Vikings as Park Valley will put six more on the board here with only five minutes left to go in the first. Boyertown's defense, I, I just feel like we got to play back. I feel like we got to get into that cover three. Yes, sir. You know, start you know getting your guys back. If they're going to beat you down the field, then you're going to have to play a little bit more cloud and kind of try to contain that a little bit or bring your safety over the top. I feel like they're running way too much man for the, the man coverage for the way that this guy passes, this, right. this kid passes, there's no way that you can stick with these receivers if you don't have help over top, like you just said, or just in a zone. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> if I if I coach against a team that's throwing like this and able to really heave the ball down the field and with quick receivers, you know, you're going to have to play off them a little bit. It looks like they're playing a press man coverage. They're only four yards, three yards off the man. And obviously, I just don't think that's going to work tonight against this, you know, really aggressive Viking offense. I totally agree with that statement. So an offsides penalty for PV on the extra point. That'll back him up. And Clemmer will put that one way through and over the band. That, he's got a lot of leg there. So PV will put seven more up on the board. 14-0 here at Bash Memorial Stadium. 
5.06 left to play. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. 14-0 here. The Vikings have taken the lead with 5.06 to play in the first quarter. Bash Memorial Stadium. Vikings will get ready to kick this one away as Jason Oaks is back deep, looks like, or in Kate Senate. Jason Oaks looks like they moved him up from being the deep guy. Just looking now, kind of looks like Roman Marinello back there deep. So, Kate Sennett and Jason Oaks will play up at the 15. That kick is away. It's a squib, low kick. Kate Sennett will pick it up at the 15-yard line. He's running hard up through the middle. Got a few blocks. He's going to keep bringing it up. To, he's going to come up to about the 35-yard line. We're hoping he brought down. So, not a bad return. Good return, right? That's a good return. Yeah, good return. Kate Sennett and Jason Oaks are leading the team on kick returns this year, doing a really nice job. See what this offense brings here as Coley Savage is on the field there for special teams, but not in as a, you know, something interesting here. Coley Savage, number 44, number one. First of all, he's wearing James Devlin's number, so how cool is that that he gets to share that tonight with James? Furthermore, as a big fullback and been playing fullback since he was in his youth, they will put him in from time to time in a nice eye set and let him power through. Maybe we see some of that tonight to give some room for Egby to kind of get through the line here. So two receivers split left. Bears moving from right to left in all black uniforms tonight. Panarello looking to throw, and he's got Ordway to the side, but there'll be a flag on the play. The play is dead. So liking that they're going to Ordway, but the play is going to be dead there, and we'll see what the call is here. I'm guessing an offsides. I like that aggression coming right out, throwing the ball Gotta be. To, the, to the bigger receiver. That's, that's something that I would love to see more of. Just got to be aggressive. Again, this game is not over. It's only first quarter. I feel like the Bears got potential, man. They got they got the players. They just got to call the right plays and put the, uh, these kids in the right position to make the right play. So five-yard penalty against the Vikings offsides as the Bears will come up <clears throat> for a first and five here with 4.55 to play in the first. Blitz is coming. Quick hand off to Agby. Nope, it's a fake. And it's... Quick pitch out to Marinello. He'll get the first down and a few more. So faking the egg B, saw the blitz coming on the read, veer option out to the right, and kicking it at the right time. That was a very mature play. Real decent play. Real decent very play mature. I mean, Anthony Panarello is a junior this year playing quarterback. And, you know, first game against Upper Perk, did a really nice job, had some miscues, two through touchdowns, um, also threw an interception. Tonight, as he's progressed here in week seven, looking like he's really starting to understand this offense and getting his reads. That was a good read. Let's see what they do again on first down here. So they're going to sp spread this one out as Panarello's in the gun. Egby in the eye. Looks like we're going to have another pitch out to Egby here. He's going to take a cross midfield up to about the 45-yard line. So Egby starting to get a little loose here, and he's a guy, if you get him fired up, you can see him run really, really well. Don't let him into the open field. Good first down play. Get your start of ball and see what he could do. 
So second and four here for the Bears with 427 left to play in the first. And this first quarter has really just been a grinding back and forth. I mean, PB's up 14 nothing, but it wasn't a quick 14 nothing. Not at all, Rick. Not at all. This is a one miscue by the Bears, but they look like they're back on track. Moving the ball. Panarello in the gun. Oaks in the slot. He's going to hand off over to pitch out to Marinello. Marinello's going to be brought down at about the 45-yard line, so not a whole lot on that play. Did see Jason Oaks come in that play and was in the slot far to the right of us here, so maybe we start to see a little bit more of Jason Oaks and Luke Wardway out in the slot over at the far split end spot there. <coughs> Boardtown does look like they're going either they're open to go into the pass a little bit more tonight than they have in weeks past. And You know, in the last week against Methacton, really didn't have to use it much. You know, ended up taking that one 42 to 11, uh, and mostly on the running game. Panarello in the gun. Egby in the backfield. Panarello's coming out throwing. He's got a quick pitch out. Wardway catches it, pitches it out to Marinello, and that might be enough to move the sticks. Seven games this year, Donovan, I ain't seen that one yet. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good play, man. That, that was that, a good play. It got them. It looked, does it? Did they get the first down? Oh, uh, they were short. So they're I'm not sure short. about the spot. Yeah, I think that spot was very, very, very wrong. <laughs> I think he was way past the line. You're, you're filling in perfectly for Eric Butcher because yes. he likes to argue with the refs up here with oh me a little gosh. bit. Oh, my gosh. I would be losing my mind if I was a head coach right now. That was a that was a bad spot. But here we go, fourth down. Let's see if the Bears so are ready to get this first down. Let's fourth go. and one, and we really don't know what to expect here. Maybe old number nine as Anthony Panarello is under center. Egby's in the backfield. Panarello will keep it. And looks like he's going to push forward, forward progress. I think he's going to get that one, Donovan. First down. That should definitely be a first down. PV's trying to say no, yard. but I'm pretty sure that they got the first on that one. Let's see what they call. There we go. First down, Bears. All right, so first down, Border Town, and we'll keep this train rolling on the track. First down, Bears. Let's go. Keep up the intensity. I like what I'm seeing here. Good play calling. So Boyertown down at the PV 40-yard line as they are driving first and 10 here with 3.02 to play in the first quarter. So much game left here. I mean, the score really not indicative of what's, what's to come in this game or what Absolutely. could come in this game. Absolutely. I think they should definitely go back to the pass to the big receiver out on the outside. They're playing seven yards off. Quick, quick hand off to Egby, and he'll dive over the pile but only maybe get about a yard on that play. So Leo Egby is trying to get loose here a little bit tonight. Looks like he did really well when he's coming off tackle or hitting the outside, but up the middle doesn't seem to be working as well. And then we did see him at Springford as he took four or five guys on his back and just kept plowing through. Uh, wow. But it, there again, Perk Valley handled Springford, and that just shows you the raw speed and size that PV really has this year. Absolutely. On their front four. Well, it's kind of hard to run up the middle with, with PV because they're blitzing either the outside backer and the inside at the same time. So you never know who's coming. Putting a lot of pressure on the young quarterback. So Panarello out of the gun. He's going to throw again. Quick pass over to Jason go. Oaks. Oaks will make the catch, but he'll be met immediately and maybe get about three on that. <clears throat> so nice catch by Jason Oaks. Like I said, first quarter, we've already seen the ball thrown six times here by Bordertown, and that's something that I personally like to see. I like to see an aerial game when you can complete those passes uh, and, and get these guys, get everybody involved in it a little bit. One thing that I've watched, you know, Owen Jay do week after week is Avery Grimm down there. They have one running back. He's he catches mostly all their passes and all and, and all their runs. And once you shut him down, you shut down their offense. Boyertown and PV both have mobile weapons here tonight. So Panarello out of the gun, 
He's going to try and go to the left, to the left side on the bootleg. Not going to be able to go anywhere. So he'll be brought down at for about a two-yard game, two-yard loss on the play there. Looked like it was a broken play to me. Uh, he he had no help on that side. He ran away from his own line for some reason. But uh, fourth down now. I think it was a miscommunication. A miscommunication, there. definitely, Rick. I think uh, look, he, he thought he was going to throw it, and the receiver didn't turn or something. I you know. Nobody was on the same page on that one, unfortunately. It happens. Fourth down. Let's see what they got. So this will be four down territory for Boyertown as it's fourth and eight as we wind down the last seconds here in the first quarter. Panarello's in the gun. You got to think he's going to come out throwing here. He and he is. Drops back for that quick pass. It's going to be a quick screen over to Marinello, but he's in the backfield on the bubble screen. He'll take on a man or two, but not enough for the first down. So the Bears will turn this one over on downs at about the 36-yard line of Perk Valley. That one negative play cost of that drive. Hopefully they learn from their mistakes again on that drive. And when they get the ball, you know, push it further down the field. They, they really are not out of this game at all. They're, they're doing good for the powerhouse that PV is. They're doing really good. Just got to stop those big passes. That's, that's it. You know, I think, I, I feel like the running game, they kind of got a beat on the running game. They can yeah. handle that except for the one draw there. But, you know, ultimately, you can see the receiver starting to play. One, you know, one side playing off a little bit. Ryder Garrison, free safety spot. He's got the back pedal. Marinello's in coverage. Kohler's oh. going to have to run that one. He took on a man or two there. He's got some power. He was power. very angry with that one. Ethan Kohler. He lowered his, he lowered his shoulder on that one. Oh, wow. For a quarterback to do that? So, Anthony Panarello bringing down Ethan Kohler on the stop there, and I feel like quarterback, it's quarterback to quarterback there, and <laughs> he gave him a shot to bring him down, but the first shot uh, Kohler put out was quite a shot there for a quarterback to take that hit. So, looks like, I don't know, Donovan, it looks like they're favoring one side and playing off a little bit on the coverage there. So, we'll talk more about it after we take a quick break here as we end the first quarter here. Kirk Valley up 14-0. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. She's a good Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. Back here at Bash Memorial Stadium as we start the second quarter here. And for PV, we'll get ready to take this one over on downs. We switch sides here, so PV will be moving from right to left. Perk Valley in the all-white tonight with their orange helmets. Uh, I always love their colors. They look like Clemson out there, you know? They do look like Clemson. They're playing like them a little bit right now. They are indeed. <laughs> the <laughs> they defense, are indeed. Especially the defense. Well, I, I, need a, I need a front four from Boardtown here like Penn State, you know, jam it to them. So we got trips left here as Kohler's in the gun. Okay, We're nobody in the middle of the field. Playing up tight, no safety. We're going to run it straight up the middle into the secondary and take it down to about the 42-yard line as PV's going to get this one rolling here. I didn't catch that, 33. So Bradley Kierke, forgive me on some of the uh, pronunciations of these names. So PV will get the ball moving here and get a pick up a first down. 
as Kohler's in the gun. Looks like Boyertown showing blitz. And we got a timeout here at Boyertown. As Coach Miller wants to talk about this one. I mean, coverage-wise, they're dropping back. Looks like, but you got, like you said, there's nobody over the middle. Nobody in the middle of the field. And Ethan Kohler, he's a, he's a seasoned quarterback. So if he yeah, sees that, yeah, he knows his man. he's probably calling an audible right there and saying, yo, straight up the middle. Right. I don't understand. Uh, like I said, this is my first time watching the Bears, and, and I'm a defensive guy, man. I've played defense my whole career. Defensive end, right? Yeah, defensive end from uh, defensive end to outside linebacker, middle linebacker, free safety when I was a little younger, and then spry. <laughs> but once I got older, I crept up to the line of scrimmage. But uh, as I'm watching, I'm just seeing, like, uh, Boyertown not adjusting to their formations, and they're giving them the same look. So it's easy for a PV just to say, okay, well, they're going to stay in the same basic man-to-man uh, -man with the free safety over the slot, guys. We we have the numbers in the middle. That's why they got that long run. So I'm confused on what the, uh, what the adjustments that need to be done by the coaches. So PV, Kohler are back and under the gun. They're going to hand it off again up the middle. They're going to go with what works, and he'll be brought down at about the 39-yard line. And Anthony Famulero on the stop for Boyertown here. So PV's going to keep the ball moving. They're not even going to huddle up. It's no, no huddle. huddle on this one. Keith and Kohler in the gun, two right, two left. Quick snap. He's looking back to throw, almost taken down by Luke Gordway, and a big tackle pass caught down at the 35. Brought down hard by Jason Oaks out on the far side there. Uh, no huddle. I mean, they're getting real aggressive here. You're up 14 nothing. Yeah, they're, they're, they want to they wanna end this game quickly, it looks like. Trying to make a statement. Right now, yes, sir. Third, third down. See what the Bears have. So third and one. Got to stop the first down here. And need to not, uh, you know, not let them get this conversion here, which Boretown's defense is capable of. But Kohler's going to throw on a third and one. He's got his man as Jason Oaks is playing off. Oh, that's a fumble. And it's picked up. So Oaks causes the fumble. And Boretown will pick it up. Looks like. Roman Marinello on the recovery there. I'll wait for official word on that, but you can see Roman Marinello and Gavin Chamberlain out on the far side there. So Boyertown no will capitalize. Way. Rick, I, there's no way that they, that that was not a fumble. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. You got to be kidding me. That was a fumble. He wasn't down yet, but okay. My lord. Okay. So Kohler's going to keep this one moving on first down. Handoff. Nope, he'll keep it, and the ball comes out again. The ball does not lie. Bears should have can that we, ball. Can we get the ball back this time? There we go. There we go. And they'll make up for it on this time. Yeah, there so it is. They're going to bury us five yards deeper <laughs> in our own territory, but now they're going to give us the ball. The ball don't lie, man. So I, the first one was clear as day. I mean, that was as far away from us as you could possibly and be in the that booth. Was a fumble, Rick. That was definitely a fun. It almost looked like a pass that came out so fast, D. He was trying to uh, <laughs> stretch out for the extra yards, and he lost the ball before he was down. There was no knee down at all. No, not at all. But we got the ball all back. All right. Come so on, Bears, you held, you held on defense. So Boyertown will take over from about the 19-yard line, first and 10, with 10.40 to play in the second quarter. Panarello in the gun, handoff to Egby up off tackle, and he's going to drive with everything he's got for maybe a yard or two. He, and, and he's a running back that fights for every yard. But let him get loose in the open field. What do you say? Rick, I, I see a double team. By, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's the tackle and the guard. But yet still, they're not getting any, you know, they're not moving anybody back. You know, there should be a, at least push. three yards. Got to get more to you push. You got to get a push because he, he would have broke, broke that if, you know, 
So Panarello in the gun, Egby in the backfield, Marinello to his left. He's going to pitch out to Egby to the Good left pitch. side. He's going to take the corner. He's going to get loose. That should be a flag. There we go. And the flags come in. Lay hit. Definitely a lay hit. So looks like Egby got the first down and more, and we'll draw a late hit here. So we should tack on a few more yards. Leo Egby is going to have to use that outside. I, I, I'm liking the option tonight when used properly. Yes, sir. You know, when you make that good decision, uh, we saw it quite a bit as Ryder Garris was at the helm against Pottsgrove. Probably took some hits he probably didn't have to. Wanted to keep the ball when he should have pitched it. And we're seeing the team mature as the season goes on here and making good decisions. So that was a good decision as the DN was crashing on him. Yes, that was a great pitch. And good blocking. Uh, you have to, uh, you know, account for the blocking downfield by the right receivers, and that was gave them the outside edge. So as a defensive end, I mean, you gotta love that position. That that's the most fun position, right? It was one of the best positions I ever played, and I love it to this day. I'm watching all these defensive ends to see what they got. Quick fumble snap by Panarello, but he's looking to throw. Almost picked off. Looks like he tried to force that one over the middle to Jason Oaks. So that will bring up a second down for Bordertown as Panarello will get the call from Coach Miller. Moving the ball. I mean, seeing some bright spots here. They're moving the ball, Rick, but, again, I don't think their offense could account for a negative play. And so now it's second down and ten. I feel like they need to get yards, which each down, obviously, you know, because it's, it's, this PB defense is tough. It's very tough. So Panarello out of the gun. Bobbles a snap again. Quick go. pitch out to Egby to the right side. He's going to try and get loose on the edge. And he'll take it up to about the 45-yard line. So not enough more east-west than north-south on that play and not able to capitalize on, you know, the open field there. So bring up about a third and seven, third and eight for Boyertown with about 9.30 to play in the half here. And got to get something going here. I mean, third and eight. So now you either got to get loose. And, and, and historically with Boyertown here, they like to use the short side of the field. With the speed that you got on the outside, I think you can go wide. Kind of thinking yeah. you want to go wide on this one. Something to Marinello, something to Egby, even Jason Oaks, maybe a quick pitch, something fancy, and get the first down and keep this one moving across midfield. The blitz is coming. PV showing it. They're going to go short side of the field, and Marinello is going to go nowhere they for a two-yard loss on that one. They're not blocking these blitzing linebackers. They're standing right over the tackle's head or the guard, and they're coming in untouched. And I, and I just, as a football guy, I just don't understand how. I just don't understand how we're not looking at these uh, these blitzing linebackers and just picking them up. If one one guy gets picked up, I believe they'll be able to run the ball more efficiently. Just one guy. So Chamberlain will be back to, or I'm sorry, Eisenhard will be back to punt this one away to PV deep, ready to receive at about the 22-yard line. About 8.25 to play here in the half. Eisenhard will kick this one high down to and out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. And that's where Perk Valley will start this one off. And as soon as you said something about the short side of the field, Rick, <laughs> I, they ran a toss to the short I, side I'm, of the field. Just I'm familiar with the style and and you know, it's one of the things I've racked my brain about. I mean, you got a lot of speed, um, and, and you're just kind of thinking try to kick it to the outside and I know there's a plan there and I don't know it <laughs> I don't know it all right so First Ethan Kohler by, by PV so Ethan Kohler out of the gun 
Quick snap, high, almost Fire over his head. Again. He's going to hand off quick, and he'll be Ooh. met straight at the line by Roman Marinello, who is leading this team with tackles coming into this one tonight. And right there is a good example as to why. Now, strong safety playing up on the line, they reading that, that one. All I need to see was a little bit more rapid. He kind of led with his shoulder, Rick, and it's not good technique, but he got the job done on that play. I, hopefully, he learns from that and just, uh, wraps up the, the ball carrier's legs next time. Yeah, you see him kind of flip over top of him. So, Kohler, bring him up. Trips right. Line will shift. Kohler back to pass. He'll throw out to the screen. And he'll take it up to about for another about a first down there is Ryan Clement, who's also their kicker. Wow. Out there on the outside catching the three passes. So now you got a situation where, you know, you were playing up on them. You're playing man. You're getting beat deep. Now you start playing off them. Now, if you're a coach, hey, listen, they're going to play off. We're going to throw that bubble screen every time. So, you know, coaching-wise, these guys have been coaching here since the early 90s with PV, uh, you know, in a staple in the area, they're able to adjust to what they're seeing there, the looks are. But Kohler, out of the gun, handoff straight up the middle to Andrew Beck on the carry there. He'll take it for about an eight-yard gain there and be brought down by Gavin Chamberlain. PV is just, you know, able to keep moving it well here. I mean, they have some hogs up front, Rick, and once they see that uh, the Bears are spreading out and they only have one linebacker in the box, I would say that they're going to probably run the ball every time. Like like at this, this formation right now, they only have one linebacker and one outside. He's two and two, so the middle of the line is acceptable for running. So the option, Kohler out of there, and he's going to keep it. Head up to about the 40, take on a couple of Wardstown defenders, and that'll be enough for a first down as Ethan Kohler taking on Lou Gordway on that one. So that's the first down for Perk Valley here, and that first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. One of our premier sponsors. I know my wife actually just visited them recently oh, for yeah. some medical supplies, oh, so okay. very thankful to them. Kohler out of the gun. Looking for that bubble screen. Not going to be there this time, but he's going to quick pass, slam it over to the middle, and this one's going to go to the house. And touchdown, PV. Dawson DeBebe on the touchdown for Perk Valley as they will put six more on the board here, and they've only punted once this entire game. Wow. That was their first series, and Bordertown just not having an answer here. And you got to look at the coaching skill there. I mean, Mixing it up. Are right, you going to play off? Then we're going to throw the bubble screen. You want to put one linebacker in the box? Then we're going to run right. it up the middle. Right. You know they're just adjusting to the way the Bears are playing. And uh, well, as you saw on that one, the Bears they the the defensive line came in aggressively and they just threw a screen right behind them and and went to the house. So Ryan Clement to kick this one through the uprights and it's good. So we got a 21-0 ball game here. PV's up as we got 6.14 left to play in the half. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Another day in this car. 
Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back here at Bash Memorial Stadium as PV has just put seven more up on the board here. And Boyertown not seeming to have much of an answer uh, thus far. So Clement will kick this one away. It's a deep, deep ball taken by Roman Marinello at the six-yard line. Coming up through the middle. Got some good blocks. Might break free. There Breaks one, two, three tackles. Okay. He's a little loose. Right. He'll be taken back down. They're taking down about the 38-yard line, and that is where Boretan will begin. So getting some life out of their speed, guys, but not able to put it together as a total package on offense. And that's, that's what they needed, man. They needed a pick-me-up after that last touchdown, Rick, and uh, he created a good field position for the Bears. Hopefully they can, you know, do something with this field position and make this a game again. 21 zip is still not over and uh, they just got to keep fighting they're moving the ball on offense but like I said they can't have any negative downs so these low snaps these run to the short side with no blocking I think they just need to uh, progressively move away from those things and try to throw the ball more so Panarello under center motion Oaks to the right Egby's going to take this one up off tackle and gain maybe a one or two yards on a hard fought one or two there so 5.55 to play in the half here. Boyertown's trying to get something going here on offense. Looking to see if they can get something to the outside, I, I would hope. I'm with you, Rick. I'm hoping to see that as well. Or some passes. I mean, the quick slants are there. I would stay away from number eight. Jeremy Brewer, and, yeah, I, and I, I talked about that pregame. <laughs> I would stay away from number eight. He looks like he's ready to go. But Orway's got the size. You know, he coming in at 6'2". I mean, definitely got the size there. So Panarello back to pass, looking for the screen. Nobody home. He's going to hit the Ruben Marinello out in the flat. He'll take it up for probably about a 7-8 yard gain on that one. So Marinello, and they love that play, that quick bubble screen to Ruben Marinello. Just got to stay away from doing it every single time and letting the you know, defense pick up on it. So not enough to move the sticks here, I don't think, as he was pushed out of bounds. So wow, I thought he, I thought the sticks were marked wrong again. Yeah, I, I well, honestly, I thought I, you know, I'm, it's the far side of the field, so kind of hard to see if he stepped out of bounds earlier. But I thought he had a few more yards than where they spotted the ball. So is this third down? So it's third and three from their own 45-yard line here as Panarello's in the gun. Looking at that option out to Egby. Egby will head up. And the receiver got to make a block. And nobody home there as PV doesn't even have a chance to bring him down. They pull him back, and the refs will blow the whistle. That one's dead. That'll be a fourth down for the Bears with five minutes left to play in a half here. And Coach Miller's got a decision to make, and it looks like he's going to stay with it, keep the offense on the field. You got a fourth and four here with 4.55 to play. Down 21 nothing. Now they're going to bring the punt unit on. Yeah, so it looks that's like a good idea. Thought about it. 
That's I, a good I, idea. I can see the look in your face. Like, <laughs> that was a good idea. Yeah, I, I was gonna say it, but I, I was again, waiting for the Donovan. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to share my discontent on. on that. <laughs> so I, choice. Eisenhard is back to punt. Cole, you savage and fullback. They're gonna bring the rush. Now they'll play off. Eisenhard, nice high, deep kick but it's going to fall right out of bounds at about the 26-yard line. So, honestly, with the speed that PV's got, not a bad move. Yeah, that's nice, I think the coaches are telling him to yeah. keep it away from him, and, that, yeah. and he did his job. Absolutely. He did his job. Luke Ricci back there with some speed. We saw him run one back oh. across midfield once already tonight, and we don't want to see that again. Not so. again, sir. So, we not can't again. let him get loose. And not a really big guy, a senior at 5'10", 165, but when he gets loose, definitely has some speed. 4.20 left to play in the half here. PV's up 21-0 if you're just joining us. The Bears are getting something going on offense, but just not enough to complete an entire series. So Ethan Kohler, senior PV, will be out of the gun. Two receivers split right, one left. Calling the shots. Calling for the ball. Quick high snap again. Fumbles in the backfield. Looks like he's going to get on it just in time. Got to get in there. Yeah, you know, with the time that he had, I, I can see it, right? I can right, see it in your face. Right. I, I, I just, I, I'm just astonished somehow they see a, a bad snap and they're so hesitant to go get the ball. Got to shoot that gap. Got to go. Like uh, uh, 34 is on the outside. He's, he's, uh, you know, acting like he's about to blitz. But once, once you on the line and you see that bad, bad snap, go get the ball. The ball was rolling around for at least five seconds. Yeah, Marinello. On the outside there. So Kohler is back to pass. Looking over the middle. Pick. Pick yep. off by Roman Marinello at the 40-42-yard line. Roman Marinello gets it back in the game. I mean, again, when you let him loose on a kickoff, you get this kid the ball a little bit, you're going to see some things happen. That was a good good job by that young man. He read the read the, read the the route, and uh, he just played on the inside and made the play. That's a good job. So interception here at the 340 mark left in the half by Roman Marinello. And the Bears decided to get something started finally on the PV side of the field. Yes, now sir. you got good field position. Let's this see is their second turnover in the game. I'm hoping that they could convert and make something happen here because it's 340 left in the first half. They got to get something going. Again, I would definitely throw it to 28, man-to-man -man on the outside. Panarello under center. He's back to pass. He's got a man, and he throws it right back to PV, and they pick it off. Just not thrown hard enough. He had the man wide open down the field, but not enough hard, hard enough throw there. Looks like he had a man in his face, and he just couldn't get it down the, down the field far enough for him. So get the ball back, give the ball back. Unfortunately, sometimes that's the way the game goes, but... Man, you can they see really Marinello. Had the momentum right there. You can see Marinello down there. He's, He's really dejected. frustrated. He's definitely dejected on that. I can see you on the field. That happened right now. I mean, <laughs> I'll probably be screaming my head though. Oh man! But these young men are gonna learn, man. It, it, it's, it's still, it's still a whole second half to go. Uh, I feel like they're still in this game. BB is not dominating them to the way they. Kohler back to pass. There we go. Out of trips, Clemmer. Take it up to the right side. He'll gain about eight on that play. And PV is basically just they're doing whatever they want right yes, now. Sir. Rick, again, with these tackling, there's no wrapping up. Everybody's just diving at legs. I don't know if this is the new style of tackling, but I didn't grow up this way. <laughs> we wrap up to make sure that no one gets any extra yards. So second down, let's see what PV got in their arsenal right now. Kohler in the gun, three left. 
One man in the backfield, motion. Looking for the pass. Yeah, There's a flag on the field. Caught down the field. This should be coming back. The motion man definitely ran forward while he was uh, running up the line, so that should be a legal shift. No legal motion. So it looks like this one's going to come back, but a nice nice pickup there by PV down the field, Roman Marinello. There it is. So a legal shift. Nice call there, uh, Donovan. And uh, that'll back him up a few yards. So saved us on that one, a penalty. Yes. Uh, that'll move him back. Again, Rick, there's no one in the middle of the field. There's no linebacker dropping back when it's a pass play. They're standing seven yards deep and just sitting there hoping to make a play. I would love to see in the second half just more mobility by these linebackers. Just It would make a world of difference, a world of a difference. So Kohler in the gun, Ryder Garris coming up, free safety. Motion. Kohler's back to pass. He's looking deep down the field, and it is caught. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. Good play by the by the cornerback. Way to recover. Um, again, he's left on the island. And again, man, just he has to learn not to take the first bite. Should be three recognition steps, read the route, and then make a play. He jumped on that first hitch and go, and that's why that gentleman was uh he was behind him. Jason Oaks on the coverage there, and, and honestly, I mean, he's got a lot of speed. So if he does get, he does bite too early. He does have the speed to recover. The problem he is, that, he did make up that cushion pretty fast. It's just right. the problem that the ball might already be there by the time you get there. So now you get the chance to make the tackle. So nobody home in the middle again here for the defense. Kohler's in the gun. He'll hand. Nope. He's going to look to pass again and out Bite. to the 50-yard line. Brought down hard by Kate Sennett at the 52-yard line, but that'll be enough to move the chains for the Vikings. See, what they're doing on defense is they're, they're jamming the outside guys and having the linebackers sit in the middle, but there's no one covering the flats. Unfortunately, PB notices that, and they're taking advantage of it, full they're, advantage of it. Yeah, they're able to find those holes everywhere. So Kohler back to pass again. He's got his man up at the 30, and he's going to take it in to the house. So another touchdown here for the Vikings as Dawson DeBebe takes that one in for another six points. And the Vikings take a commanding lead here before the half with 2.15 left to play. It looked like they are uh, miscommunication on the backside. Uh, I think the, the corner thought it was a cover two. And the safety was, was not aware that he was supposed to cover that, that guy running down the seam. It's, it's just almost like Boretown's trying to adjust. So we'll play deeper and we'll catch them there or we'll play up. And either way, this offense is really able to adjust and make that. Is On make, the fly. Yeah, they're really able to see that call there. So PV will kick that one straight through the uprights for the extra point. And it is now 28 to nothing. Vikings over the Bears with 2.15 left to play in the half. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council 
back here at Bash Memorial Stadium with 2.15 left to play in the half and Vikings showing their raw talent, speed, force here to up 28 to nothing as they will get ready to kick this one deep to Roman Marinello. Clemmer puts a foot through it and it is a deep ball. That one's going to hit the end zone for a touchback. So Bears will start this one at their 20-yard line. And I, you gotta, you gotta feel like you gotta get something moving here before the half. I mean, Rick, I just hope that they, uh, they're noticing that there's a single man on the outside with 28, which is their tallest receiver, Luke Gordway. And um, I would just try, again, as a football guy, I would definitely, you know, play the odds, stay away from number eight, and throw to the backside with my taller receiver. I would try that a couple times. Panarello out of the gun. He's going to come out. Nope, he's going to keep this one and bring it up to about the 27-yard line. Good first down. Don't know if it was quite enough for a first down. Well, good first down play. I, I apologize. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, yeah. first down yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a positive run and a, a no, hopefully no. a momentum booster. Good call on a first down. Correct. Right. I'm with you 100%. <laughs> just, they, need just, they always need to go forward. This defense is very stout. So again, any negative play is going to cost the Bears in a bad way. So I, I just feel like you're going to have to reach into your bag of tricks now. You yeah, have to. Yeah, you got to do something, Rick. They yeah, got to do something. They're able to the key on, you know, and Boyertown calls a timeout here. They're going to talk about it, but you know, they're able to key up on everything that they're trying to do. They're Absolutely. Just, like the pass to the flat and the quick pitch over to Marinello. I like that. You can't right. do that every time, yeah. but it was a good-looking play. So we'll see if we can see a little bit more of that tonight or if we're just going to, you know. The option was working. Yes, sir. The Rick, with, the, uh, with, the, with the way that the defense is so, you know, persistent with their pressure, I just feel like anything outside blocked up well is going to go far. Go far. And um, I just don't see why the, the coaches aren't noticing that. They're blitzing one outside and one middle. And you have you have the numbers. Panarello in the gun, Egg being the backfield, and this play is going to be called dead. <coughs> got an offsides on defense, so give them five more. That'll be enough for a first down. Now we got another flag coming in. What do we got here? Unsportsmanlike. Uh oh. Look, Did they're you looking. See what happened? No, and then looking, to, but they're looking to PV. I'm looking to the left sideline here, and I got another. The back judge is throwing a flag in, so we'll see what the call is here with two minutes left to play in this half. Boardtown's been fortunate on some of these calls, of getting the yardage here. So offsides on PV, personal foul, and a personal foul against PV. Okay. And a personal uh, foul against Wardtown, so they'll offset. So they'll get the five yards on that. And that'll be enough for a first down and move the sticks here. And that first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. So two minutes left to play in a half here. Wardtown getting a little bit of a gift here. Five yards and a first down to keep the ball moving. Panarello out of the gun. He'll hang all hand off to Egby. Left side off tackle. He'll get a few, maybe two or three yards on that. 
I, I got to see Egby get loose just once tonight. He's got to get to the second level. Blocking has got to get him there, open that hole up. That should have, that play should have hit for longer. Well, unfortunately, it didn't. Again, PV both their inside linebackers, and they and the Bears ran off tackle, so it should have been hit for longer because there was no one on the outside but one guy, and again, he's unblocked, and he made the play. Portown will take a timeout and talk about this one and try to figure out their next move as we go wind down here the half. We got 150 left to play until the half here, and, and I got to imagine that we got to get the whiteboard out at halftime, and we got to really <laughs> talk about this one, boys. Oh, man, it's just going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Like I said, man, it, like the PV defense isn't hard to figure out. No. It's just hard for the, these young men to block. That's it. Because, like I said, they're bringing, they're bringing an extra guy every play, extra two guys every play. I have to feel like it's, it, there's a lot of difference in talent on either side of the ball. Absolutely. You can see that. Panarello's back to pass, but he's not going to get anywhere. He's going to be sacked way back to the 20-yard line. You can't. Absolute breakdown on the offensive line. Like I just said, Rick, they're bringing pressure every play. So it's not like you have time to, for a seven-step drop or a five-step drop. It should be a three-step swing pass or a three-step screen. And you'll have something. But you can't sit back there. They're coming. This defense is not playing around, Rick. They're not playing around at all. So Perk Valley calls a timeout. They want to talk about it. Give Coach Miller a minute. He takes his headset off, and I can tell he's a little frustrated right now. And yes, sir. Trying to get his voice calmed down. Listen, guys, you got to block. Got to block. Got to give man. our quarterback a couple minutes, a couple seconds to throw this ball and make just a decision. Block. So just, I would say not to cut you off. I apologize, but I would just say for the old line, it's just pick your head up, pick your head up, and and see who's coming. Uh, as I as I'm watching them in their stance, everyone's looking at the ground. Everyone's looking at the ground like this is practice. This is live. Can I see the white in his knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> this is live, man. These guys are five and two for a reason. So. So yeah, I mean they lost to Mannheim, you know, which is a really big team okay. in the six A conference. I mean, and, and no shame in that game. And these, I've seen all the pack teams this year. They they face big teams in the beginning of the schedule. So Panarello back to pass to the sideline. Got Luke Ordway up at the 30-yard line. That'll be complete. Getting the big man involved here, but it's not going to be enough for a first down as they were facing a third and 18. So that'll bring up a fourth down, and they're going to have to punt this one away. Don't give PV the chance to score again with a minute and a half to play before I the half. That's the reason why they called that timeout so they could uh, they could save some of the clock to put their offense back on the field. Why not, right? If I was the Bears, I would let this time run out and then kick it to them. Won't be quite enough as they're going to have to get this one away, but right. give them a limited amount of time as possible anyway. Absolutely, yes. So Eisenhard back to punt this one away. Looks like Coach waiting for the whistle here. Smart decision, Rick. Very smart decision. You don't want to give him any more momentum going into the half. That's an offside. Oh, running into the kicker. There's the flag. There we go. As Coming Beck will back. take it at the 40-yard line, and he'll head up to the sideline. Looks like he's stutter-stepping a little bit. That should be another flag. And that should be a taunting right there. But no, the referee just looks at him. And I, you know, I saw – did you watch the game last night? I did. And did you see the taunting call? 
bot. That was a horrible taunting call. Horrible. 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 Thank Sorry you. For and the you're Eagles. not an Eagles fan. And I'm not an Eagles <laughs> fan. No, sir. But that was a horrible. And well, I feel like that cost them the game. And that right there was worse than what that I saw last night. And this is at high school when you want to teach them to not do that later down the road. And didn't throw the flag at all. Referee standing right there. It wasn't like you missed it. Should be two two flags against PV. How do you do that right on the sideline? Bordertown, I mean, on the Bordertown sideline, if I'm Coach Miller, I'm, I'm pretty uh, I'm fired yeah, up right now. Right. What? What did he call? There's no way they should get that ball back. It wasn't enough. For the, the, the but it should so be either a re-kick because it's a running into the, running into the kicker. So he, he has a decision to re-kick or not. So the only time in high school football that you get an automatic first down would be running into the kicker and running in, and, and roughing the passer, and that should have qualified there. Right. I'm not sure. I'm confused. I'm confused. I don't think they know. They keep talking about it out there, and yeah, I'm not they, sure. They, that Boyertown should have the ball because Coach it's Miller's running into the, the kicker. It's, it's I'm, I'm not really sure. They're still having a conference about it here. Coach Miller's trying to discuss it with them. We've run into a lot of issues with the referees this year, and one of them is the fact that, like, and we went to overtime against Potsgrove. They didn't even really know the real rules there and how it was <laughs> supposed to start. Oh, really? And Boardtown ended up getting the ball first in the overtime. So the refer referees are going to have another conference here. I mean, it's a roughing the kicker in the backfield, clearly. Clearly. And that should be an automatic first down for Boardtown. I, I would definitely say so. And again, and then it was a block in the back on PV. So they're still discussing it. Now they're going to talk to the sideline judge. I, I, I'm not really sure. Warrior Town should have this ball. I, I, I mean, 36 seconds left ball. in the half. It would give them possession, and hopefully they could do something with it. And well, uh, you're going to go deep. Momentum. You'd like to hope you're going to go deep and try to get one down the field, but... There is no, and they should have called a taunt, a taunting flag as well, but they missed that. That was that terrible. was blatant. That, that was blatant. Charles Barkley, terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That was very terrible. Boyertown should have this ball. This is a long conference. I, but somebody does not know what they're doing. Can we, can we <laughs> send, can we throw the book down to them and say, like, can we look it up? We got Google. Can we? Do you need to Google? Warrior Town should get the ball. And they're gonna are they gonna bring the offense on the See, field? That's, that's what I was saying. They either have to re-kick, they take this penalty and re-kick. So Cody Savage is back on the field, so I'm guessing. Right, that's what I was saying. Either they gotta re-kick or they get the ball. Yeah boy. So they're gonna kick again. Man. And I'm in the booth. Alright, so so kick it again. I'm not, I still, honestly, should be an automatic first down. It should be. I thought they were further up than that. So because he caught the ball at the 28. Eisenhardt is going to be so back to be punt this one. Oh, my God. I'm, I'll be losing my mind. 36 seconds left to play in the half here. PV up 28 to nothing. I, the referee's still talking about this. Yeah, because they, they're spotting the ball in the wrong spot. Like, do you want to – I took pictures. Do you want to come up and <laughs> – so they didn't even give them the five yards. Eisenhardt back to kick this one. Back back to receive for PV at the 34-yard line. 
Oh. There's no clock to wind. Okay, they're going to let the So they started the clock. They're going to let it wind down. I think they actually might get to the half before they have to kick this one. That's a good idea. Ten seconds left. Delay a game? That's fine. I, I feel like the last minute of this game has taken <laughs> ten minutes to get through arguably because the refs, the refs yes, sir. don't really they, understand, what's, understanding going what's going on. <laughs> so 9.7 seconds left to play in the half and we are trying to get to halftime here as they're going to move the ball back I'm guessing on a delay of game here from Boyertown which is fine. I mean, see, let's get through the next nine seconds here. I can't imagine. If I'm Boyertown, I'm kicking it away from this guy. And uh, hopefully they'll be able to make a stand when the offense goes on the field for PV. We don't want to give them a short field. So Eisenhard waiting to try to kick this one again. Getting a little bit of practice tonight. Beck now at the 40-yard line to try to receive this one. And I got to imagine that Eisenhardt's probably going to want to kick this one out of bounds. You don't want to give. Rick. You're basically so. you're you're giving Beck 40 yards of open field. That's a lot. This guy has a lot of speed. He has a little bit of maneuverability. He's pacing back there. You can see oh, him. Yeah, he's, he's ready to he's take itching. off. He's itching. He's got one sock on his leg. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Let me spin. That's it. He's ready to go. He's ready to spin. So now they put 11 seconds back on the clock. So now we got the clock straightened out. It's a fourth and 19 for Boyertown from their own 23-yard line. Eisenhardt is going to finally kick this one away. Gets this good one point. off. That's a good point. Be kicked down to about the 40-yard, five-yard line. Beck will pick Don't it up at 38. That tackle. He'll make cross midfield. We got another flag coming in. There we go. That's a good punt. Be the end of the quarter, and we got another flag on the play. Cole Marinello on the stop there in the open field as Beck crossed midfield. And I, I got a flag on the play, so I got to see what's going to happen here. And might be putting a few more seconds back oh, on the no clock. Way. I don't think we're destined to get to halftime <laughs> just yet. Hopefully, it's just a block in the back, and uh, let's take it to the half for your town. At this point, even either team, you want to go to the half. Right. Let's get out of this. Let's take a break. Coach Miller waiting for the call. And that'll be the half. So whatever the call was, wasn't sufficient enough to keep him on the field. And that'll take us to the half here at Bash Memorial Stadium as PV is up 28 to nothing. We'll be right back with the halftime show. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now. And our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. 
We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Back here at Bath Memorial Stadium. And we got a 28-0 ball game here at Boyertown. Not, not what we want to see, but ultimately we knew that Boyertown coming into this was going to have to be nearly perfect against this tough Perk Valley offense and tough defense. Very uh, tough defense. You know, Perk Valley able to put put it on against Springford. They played tough against Owen J. Roberts um, just last week. Boyertown, you know, put 42 up on Methacton, which was a good showing, really showed what they could do, but Methacton's defensive line not able to do what PV's defensive line can do Absolutely. here tonight. It's, it's a confusing defense by PV. Um, it's very a lot of movement up front. The linebackers go in and out. You don't know who's coming and who's staying, but just know for sure that somebody's coming off the edge and somebody's coming up the middle. So you always got to take account to that. Uh, on the offensive end, and again, just the uh, just the offensive line, they just got to pick their heads up and just whoever's in their area, just block somebody. You can't you can't have them running free and uh, stopping these toss plays, especially when they're crashing down on the middle. You can't have the uh, the outside guy coming free like that. No, and and, and how you, how you don't contain? I mean, you got some young guys in the secondary playing at the corners: Kate Sennett, Jason Oaks having a tough time trying to make that adjustment. Do they fall back and play more in a cover three? Do they play in a cover two? But then your safety's got to come up and cover. You know, if you're playing in that, in that cover two, you've got some corners that can go deep, but you also got to make sure that Ryder Garrison, uh, Roman Marinello are covering over the top as your safeties for your deep halves. And, right? and just as a defensive guy, Rick, I'm, I'm, all I'm seeing on, on, on the bear side is that they're staying in the same defense again. So again, PV is noticing that, and they're and the only time that they throw deep is when they come out and they go man-to-man. -man. Right. So once they see man-to-man, -man, they're going to go deep to 13. He has two touchdowns down, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And, and once they see that they're in a, a cover two shell, they throw right to the flats because they know that the outside cornerback is running with that receiver and it leaves the flat wide open. So my adjustment would be just to try to stay in a cover two not man, just cover two zone, so you can hold that flat, and hopefully the safety could take away that uh, that deep pass, and the linebacker just can go underneath anything coming across the middle. But again, that's just that's just what I would do. That's what I see looking at the uh, the way that they're playing right now, and hopefully, man, um, these defensive coaches go inside and just you know start something new because it's not working. Well, it's I, not I, working. I feel like so. Here's the encouragement. Let's let's get through tonight's game. Yes, sir. And, and and you have you got four of your key seniors that are going to graduate this year, and they're playing against some tough teams: Springford, Owen Roberts, team. Perk Valley. Now, Perk Valley is going to lose their senior in Ethan Kohler this year. Their, their their stout quarterback that they've had, you know, for four years. He played up a little bit as a freshman. You know, he's throwing for 1,500 yards in six weeks. Um, and, and, and so you got to look at the big picture here in terms of building. And you have a great core at the sophomore class. And even at the junior class with Anthony Panarello, a quarterback, he's only a junior. Okay. And you got a great sophomore class that's going to be moving up through the ranks. And as they move up through, you also have a great class down that's going to be moving into the freshman class next year, which I'm 
thankfully privy to as my son's on that squad, but those boys have been playing together since they were in flag before second grade. So, you know, maybe you, you got to get these guys, these young guys that you see here tonight to be able to recognize the changes that need to be made during the game. During the game. During right? the game. So yep. make those reads, make those adjustments, and be able to see that. Now, as a coach, you got to look at trying to teach that in your offseason as well and saying, look, when you guys see this scheme, we got to switch. We got to call an audible. We got to shift. You know, if you're, you know, we got nobody home over the middle, and you see the you know, Ethan Kohler is calling an audible. Guess mm -hmm. what? He's probably going to draw right up the middle, right or he's there. coming off the guard. Somebody. It's only one one way he can go. Right. He's, you know, he's got to go back to where the quarterback is. He's going to offset. If he's on on the right side, that means he's going to run left. So you got Mike in the middle, and you got Sam and Will probably playing up on the line. You want to put pressure on Kohler. Now you're leaving the middle wide open, so you're going to leave that open for either that run off the off the two hole, or right. you're going to leave that wide open for the slant pass too right. to hit the seam. So right. especially with the way that the cornerbacks are playing off on these receivers, some these receivers are pretty good, but to give them ten yards, that's just making them even more elite. So really trying to make that you know change during the game, and now hopefully at halftime trying to get things straightened out there and letting these trying to teach them some scheme and say, look, this is where we need to make these adjustments to try to make something happen and try to cut the score down a little bit. You don't want to leave here tonight with a goose egg and try to get yourselves on the board. Now you got to first and foremost shut down the PV offense, which that's is really be tough, tough to do yeah, right that's now. Definitely gonna be tough because again, like you said, this quarterback is. It's, it's just diming him up. He, he's, he's dissecting this defense. And um, the Bears aren't making it hard for him to distinguish what the kind of coverage they're running. And that's I think that's the biggest problem. So Boyertown trying to make some adjustments here. And, uh, you know, Boyertown looking forward to next week as they'll travel down to Norristown and take on a, um, a, a struggling Norristown program. That Unfortunately, has, yeah, my alma mater. Your alma mater, you're a Norristown alum. And uh, my, the eighth grade team for West played them earlier this week. And they shut them out. Oh man, so not looking good. Yeah, and they're and the high school team is actually um, have no wins this year at Norristown. Oh. So you know, and the Norristown team has got a lot of speed, got, got a lot of power, speed. got no discipline. No, you know, dis it really oh, comes man. down to the lack of discipline there. I saw it this week earlier. They they were powering down the field and they fumbled the ball in the first two series. So oh, man. Uh, Norristown will be next week. For no, Norristown, come on. I'm rooting for you guys out there. <laughs> So the band is taking the field here at halftime. And just a quick update, I'm waiting for uh, statistician uh, extraordinaire Phil Haddad to come up here with some, some scores for me as I'm taking a look here on the Twitter. But I will say this, I think I've told you a little bit about this before. Nick Singleton up at Governor Mifflin, who is the number one seed right now in the uh, states, ranked first in, uh, in the state right now. Nick Singleton breaks the Berks County rushing record. He's uh, almost over 6,000 yards rushing wow. in his career. Wow. In his senior year, he's a Penn State commit. He's already been committed to Penn State. Coach Franklin's already been down to see him. Tonight, he just scores his 100th touchdown in his high school career as wow. Mifflin is up um, 14 to nothing. So That's a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, they're up over Muhlenberg, and Muhlenberg not a very good team up there, and it's been a struggling program as well in Berks County. Um, them and, and, and Daniel Boone too. And we don't see too much of the Berks County teams except for in the beginning when we played non-league. We played Wyatt Missing this year and put up a good fight against Bob, Bob Wolfram's Spartans up there. 
uh, and a good test for the Bears as they move. And, and what Coach Miller wanted to do was basically play these tough teams, get them out of the way, try to see what he had with his boys before he moved into pack play against the PVs and the Springfords um, and, and see what we can get going here late in the season. So at this point, trying to uh, get something moving here towards the end of the season. You got Norristown coming up next week, and then there'll be a pack crossover game, which we do not know yet who we're playing. So I got to imagine that, you know, looking for somebody from the Frontier Conference okay. could be Phoenixville, could be Pottsgrove again, could be a Perk. Uh, Pottsgrove looks like they're going to make the playoffs on their end. They're in the 4A division, whereas we're in the 6A. And the 6A conference here in the district is really tough when you're playing against Springford, Perk Valley, O.J. Roberts, you know, in Boardtown's right in the mix. a lot of teams. Boardtown beating Methacton last week put us in the five hole, um, and they would, they would pretty much have to win with that, win out the rest of this year to make to the playoffs. And as tonight's proving, it doesn't look like that's probably going to be the case here. So in these next two games, uh, with this win tonight, Perk Valley will advance automatically to the pack final for really? the pack championship. So this will give them the bid for the pack championship tonight, and they will see who they will take on in the 12 team league. Okay. Um, and 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 whoever they face, unstoppable. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. So Perk Valley struggles with Springford the last few years, and okay. I, I got a chance to watch that game. Springford has a great TV program that they put on for their games, and and watching that game, you could see it. Ethan Kohler, he was not having it. It's his senior year, and I'm 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 gonna stick it to you guys. I'm not I'm not gonna go down without a fight. And Springford is not quite the beast that they usually are. That is so hard, and they dominate so well here. So. We'll take a quick break here as we're getting ready to finish up halftime. We've got about another, probably about another six or seven minutes until we get back on the field as the band's finishing up. 28 nothing, Park Valley. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. I'm ready. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Take it down. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. This is the sound of your Boyertown Bears on the crystal clear digital quality Bear Sports Network. Cole, you savage in Eggby. Quick pitch to the right, up the middle, up to the 50. He's going to break free, down to the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown number two, Leo Eggby. This is the sound of your Boyertown Bears on analog, old local AM radio. Bears Sports Network. Touchdown number two, Leo Eggby. Crusty AM Radio. This is the place for sports broadcast excellence in Berks County. Jerry Gelliff Media on the web at jgmedia.us. The home of the Exeter Sports Network, the Saints Sports Network, and the Bears Sports Network in Boyertown. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Back here at Bash Memorial Stadium. And, okay. 
So Luke checking in here, my son, as they are, uh, looks like they're going to head down and, and they found Mr. Devlin, three-time Super Bowl champ, Boyertown grad here, might be signing some balls. And uh, you can see a lot of people here tonight. Actually, I saw quite a few that had Devlin jerseys on, whether it was from the Bears, the Brown Bears from Brown University, or even a Patriots jersey, which on a typical day, I wouldn't want to see. No, not but at all. it's a not hometown favorite. My man James is in the house tonight, so not very, all, right. very, very proud of him being here tonight and good point I mean I, I said on earlier is Cody Savage is wearing his number I mean he might be a guy you might want to retire number right. here at Boyertown well, off the topic can we really hate the Patriots anymore no because Brady ain't there right right exactly okay, TB12 so. <laughs> TB12 is down in Tampa and he took it, <laughs> he took it to the to the Eagles last night so I see Paul Hummels here in the house tonight walking across he's our optimist uh, president, or for not president, but organizer for the basketball, which will be starting up here in a few weeks, and I'll be uh, have the opportunity to help out there with as well. So, Boardtown Band is on the field. So, just to touch on a few stats here, and I, I got some really good information this week, and I, I think it's privy to you know Boardtown fans here as uh, Leo Egby on the season coming into this game, played all seven games. So on 103 rushing attempts, he's got 681 yards okay. uh, rushing. 640 net because the loss of 41 on some bad plays there. And he's averaging 91.4 yards per game, which overall That's is pretty bad. good. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. Bad. It's pretty good. So he's had some good games and some bad games. Anthony and Roman Marinello, now he doesn't rush as often as Egby, but he's also your swing man. He's going to take the pitches, so he gets the big yardage on his raw speed. And senior Roman Marinello, Basically, this year, he's got a net of 281 yards rushing so far on 51 attempts. So, he's averaging 40 yards per game. And, and again, pretty good. So, Anthony Panarello. So, just to bring up the speed, Donovan, a little yes, bit. Sir. And anybody who's just catching us late in the season. First game of the season, uh, we play upper perk. Anthony Panarello, who you see at quarterback tonight, is playing. He plays a pretty nice game. They win that game. They actually split it into two days uh, due to thunderstorms come in opening uh, open week. So he ends up winning that game. The next game we start here. We're at home at Exeter. We're seeing a switch every series between Ryder Garris and Anthony Panarello. And at that point, I'm not sure Coach really was set on who his quarterback was going to be for the remainder of the season as Ryder Garris played up as a freshman a little bit last year and trying to give him a couple snaps this year. We move into the next game. And Ryder, it's, it's all right. Oh, no, it was all um, Anthony Panarello against Wyatt Missing. Ryder Garris came in for one snap to give him a little bit of a break. And after the Wyatt Missing game, it was Ryder Garris to show at Potts Grove for four overtimes and a huge, huge victory. And, of course, moving on to the following week at ONJ when Ryder Garris goes down in the third quarter and leaves in an ambulance, unfortunately. So I, you're looking at an offense that has changed gears so many times through the season that you know you're showing your versatility with your weapons, but you gotta wonder: is that does that hurt you, or does that help you, or is that just raw development? From from prior experience, Rick, I, I feel like it hinders the the continuity of the offense because it's always it's a different cadence one, and it's a different mindset from the quarterback behind you right. two, and you know you can never really gauge on what and how the offense is gonna produce when you keep on switching in and out. So. I would try to be solid with it, and obviously you know if one quarterback's coming in, you know you kind of get the sense of what that quarterback can do. If they're always running a draw or if they're always running an option, okay, 12's in the game, we know he's either going to go option left or option right, 
because he's not he's never thrown the ball before. Right. So and then we put the other quarterback in. Oh well, we know it's either going to be a pass. So uh, defense is key on that, and you know that might you know smell trouble for the long haul of the season. I like the uh, I like you know possibly you know throwing in a wildcat from time to time. Well, throwing an egg be the ball. <laughs> yeah, or, or or even when you switch your quarterback, like. Okay. You, you switch him for a quick play, and you try something different, but you're something, trying something special. Something different, definitely. Yeah. I think they need to give the ball to, to Egby. Like you said, number two, if he's going to be the star guy, uh, he needs to touch the ball a little bit more. I, I don't think these, these fullback dives are going to get you know get him into the open field like he needs to be to uh, to make a move and you know use his speed to get loose. <clears throat> so moving back into the second half here donovan yes sir keys what are the keys to get board town getting something going on here what do you think keys. i mean we oh. talked about it a couple times yes sir i don't want to beat the horse but i mean let's just broadly throw it out there broadly throw it out there. what do right. we got to do here as a football guy <laughs> i'm right? glad that you are i'm a football guy i didn't guy. want to bring a basketball no, guy here tonight all, right? or a hockey guy I'm a football guy it's okay. in my blood okay okay right? okay i slept with a football for years okay growing up you didn't fumble it. nope not okay. at all <laughs> No fumbling. Treated oh. like a cheese nugget. That's it. <laughs> like a, a quality football. But honestly, as a football guy, what I see from the Bears that need to be adjusted, I would just say continuity on the defense. Like, they're not – PV isn't lining up in different sets all the time. It's either two and one or two and two. So it's not like you have to, you know, make a, a drastic change. I would just say put a, a, put a safety in the middle of the field and, again, drop your linebackers back when you know his pass. He doesn't do many fakes with the lead draw. He doesn't mm -hmm. do any fakes, so he's just standing there. You don't even see him drop back, Rick. Right. He just he catches the ball. He waits three seconds and he throws it. He's not even moving off his platform. So I would definitely uh, have the linebackers drop, and I would bring 34 off the edge to make him do something. So all right. So my son Luke here is. Uh, eighth grade team just brought us up two signed balls by James Devlin and had him sign for us so proud moment I wish I would have been there and get a picture of you guy yeah but uh thanks Luke so he got on this ball here it says to Rick go Pats James Devlin 46 Super Bowl and has all three Super Bowls that he won put that somewhere safe because it's gonna dry up it's gonna need to dry guy he so said go Pats on that Rick yeah he did <laughs> and he wrote to and, and, and this is really cool. He wrote to Luke on his ball, to Luke, never quit James Devlin and his Super Bowls that he won with the New England Patriots. Take so that to heart, Luke. That is an amazing sight right there heart, in brother. the booth here tonight at Bear Sports Network. And hopefully maybe we can catch him after the game if he hangs around and get a quick picture uh, on that. So nice job, Luke. Thank you for that. So Thanks, PV, PV is taking the field. They're going to warm up and get ready to get back into this one as Boyertown's coming back on the field. And... Fans starting to clap them up a little bit. Let's get them back into it. Let's go, fans. And uh, and I'll refer the question back to you, Rick. Uh, being an offensive guy, how do you feel that the Bears, you know, need to adjust to this defense that's very houndy? I think you have to find what works and be consistent. Okay. Absolutely, Rick. Yes, I, sir. I, I think I think you got your your quarterback needs to find his reads if he's going to pass the ball. So get your progression down quickly. Take that three-step drop. If it's not there and you're going to commit to run, then commit to run. If the option's working, stick with it, change it up. I really, really feel 
and I, I felt this way all season, that we use the short side of the field far too much. Way too much. You have speed with Leo Egby. You have speed with Jason Oaks, who we've not seen much of tonight. You see have speed with Roman Marinello, who has shown his speed a little bit more tonight. But you've got to whatever you decide to do, I feel like you have to be consistent with it and stick with it. I feel like we're trying to just pick numbers out of a hat here and see what sticks and works. And whatever does work, we're not going back to it. And, and, and I think that's kind of frustrating. I think if you're going to coach these boys up, especially the younger squad, the sophomores, the juniors, and if you're going to throw a freshman in at the end of the game here, you know, show them this is our offense. This is what we're running. This is what's going to work. This is, you know, if you got a bread and butter, go with it to keep them honest. But let's start, you know, let's start passing the ball a little bit more, too. I, I really feel like yes, we sir. got you, – you're down 28, okay? Got to do something. Got to – you can't you can't just run off tackle the rest of the game. You can't. No, it's, no. It's, it's, it's not These there. These one-yard pops aren't, aren't going to no. get you back into the game. The swing pass and the bubble screens are not going to be there all night long. You might catch them on the fly here and there just to keep them honest, but you're going to have to – you got Jason Oaks, who's proven all season long to be good in the slant route. And you've got Luke Ordway, who's a big man, who has the speed. He's got one catch tonight here in short yardage. Send him down the field. He is going against a very stout number eight, Jeremy Brewer from Perk Valley. But, you know, he's got the size, and he can beat him. We saw him do that against Pottsgrove in the corner of the end zone where he was able to jump up and grab the ball, Randy Mossett, basically. And, you know, give him a chance. It's his senior yeah, you year. you got to give him a chance. Throw it up. And again, like you said, throwing the ball, throwing the slant, I, I believe he has that advantage against the uh, the backside corner uh, because he's playing off and, and his stance is showing that he's trying to take away the inside. So therefore, there's there's no way you can't throw a three-step out or a 10-yard out to get uh, number 28, like you said, the ball. He's a big receiver. I feel like he can dominate in the second half have given a chance. So we'll take a quick break here as we're getting ready to kick this one off. Just a real quick thing. Getting ready to get back in the second half here. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back here at Bash Memorial Stadium as we're getting ready to kick this one away. Bears will receive in the second half as Roman Marinello is deep back at the three-yard line. Try and receive this one. Clemmer is, if you're looking for the link tonight, it is on the Facebook page for jgmedia.us slash Boyertown. There we go. So Kate Sennett will second receive half. this one at the 10-yard line. He's going to bring it up about the 30. He's cut nice loose. There you go. He's oh. loose up to about oh. the 38-yard line. So a nice run by number 10, Kate Sennett. To get Again, this, this one is my move. first time watching Boyertown, but I'm confused on why they don't have their star running back deep. They did. They, they kicked it short. Oh, okay. Yeah, they kicked it short. Okay. So Boyertown will take over from their own 39-yard line. Panarello in the gun. Oh, we got Egby sidecar right. right. Two receivers split right. One in the slot. Panarello's back to throw. 
out in the flat to Roman Marinello, but he'll take a knee as he catches it, and he'll come up to the 40 and only about a two-yard gain on that one. What do you see there, Donovan? Uh, again, just it was a quick decision to make, obviously, but the pass was behind him, and that's why he only had two yards. He had to drop to his knees to catch it. Yeah. And, you know, a little bit further out so he can catch on the run. I mean, you know, not every pass is going to be great, but starting off the second half with a two-yard gain, we're hoping for a better outlook second down. Panarello back to throw again. He's going to be plowed in the backfield, taking down about the 30-yard line for a big loss. Like I said, they're they're bringing an outside guy every play. Jake Boudreau and number on stop there. Was unblocked. He's got to let go of the ball if it's a three-step drop. He's got to throw the ball. He has no time to wait. Portertown pushed back to a third and 18, so they got about a third in New Jersey to try <laughs> and get this one going here. Oh, man, that was a good one. Yeah, that, like I said, man, they're lining up right over the tackle with their with their tackle, and they're slanting in. So there's two guys out there, right? Panarello in the gun looking for that option. It wasn't there. He's going to have to throw that one away, and they're going to give him an intentional grounding penalty on that one, looks like. They're coming, man. Rick, this defense is not playing around, Rick. They're coming. So if you're going to do anything, even if you go max protect, like bring somebody, bring the running back to block the DN or, or the outside linebacker crashing and just throw to your two receivers. You got to do something to give this guy some time. You got to do something to give this guy some time. So Eisenhardt is going to have to punt this one away. And if you go to jgmedia.us, you can select which school you want to listen to, Burke's Catholic, Exeter, or Boyertown. And looks like they're going to throw another flag here. I don't know if this is a sideline flag. I wasn't. Got a personal foul. Roughing the passer. Okay. Intentional grounding. Boyertown. Penalties will offset. All right, so. We played third down. Looks like they'll replay third down here in Boyertown to get another crack at it. So I had a little bet going here tonight with our statistician, Phil Haddad, on a $1 bet. I said that Exeter would take it to Burke's Catholic tonight, which are our two sister stations here with JG, Jerry Gelliff Media, and it's 14-all at the half between Burke's Catholic and Exeter. Uh -oh. I didn't see it being that close, but Burke's Catholic's playing a tough ball game against Exeter Eagles tonight. So, so they're in the square, Rick. Two oh, two. Marinello in the gun. Back to pass again. Got a man in his face, and he's going to get crushed about the 20-yard line. So a coverage sack, if you will, because he had nowhere to go at that point and trying to make a decision. Again, young quarterback trying to get through his reads when we talked about the keys to the success here in the second half. Got through the reads. If he's going to make the decision to run, run. He's got the, exactly, Rick. you got to make a quick decision. Again, you have no time. They're, uh, this defense, actually, they actually dropped back and didn't bring anybody because of the long distance to get the first down. And uh, I guess he got a little bit spooked. And we got another flag on the field, Rick. Let's see what we got Personal here. foul against Perk Valley again. Oh, okay. There we go. Another, that should be a first down for Boyertown. Unless it's a roughing the passer, it won't be. But they still get the down, correct? They should get to replay. Right third down here so 
Yeah, so in high school football, unless it's a roughing, they're not going to get an automatic first down, uh, which is what understood. they got last time, but so it offset it by a personal foul. They should move the, uh, the yard marker then. Yeah, so third and 18 again. It's Groundhog Day with 10 minutes left to play in the third. And I, I, the, the referees here just don't seem to have a clue. Oh, what's going on I, with I, these calls? I'm trying to be nice about it, nice. but you know, it's just it's very frustrating to see. Oh, uh, now, now they're going to move the ball back. Oh my goodness! Do we? I'll tell you what, pick the ball up and throw it down the field. Wherever it lands, play from there. That's how we used to play back in the day, right? Roughy up. So now oh, we're gonna, we, go. wait, we moved it back. Now we're moving it forward. Okay. okay. So. And that's what I was about to say because there was, they marked the, the marker was behind where they right. they lined up. So I was like, where's the 15 yards? Right. Okay. So, we so went this from is a better chance for Boyertown to get a first down. We went from a third and 18. Now we have a third and three from their own 46. Panarello under center. Quick handoff to Egby. Nope, Outside. he fakes it. Panarello not going to get up there. At this point, you got to wonder if it's four down territory. I mean. Yeah, it's 28 zip, Rick. It's gotta, four down territory. Yeah, so he, I, I, well, you know, I, I never know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I never know. Again, man, uh, the inconsistency of the of the players, man. That was a one block away from, from breaking. One block. 34 was there. He, he let the man go. He the guy was right in his face. All he had to do was put a hand on him, a shoulder, something. So fourth and two with 9.35 to play in the third, down 28 nothing. Egby and Panarello having a conversation. Stacking the boxes, PV, and we got an offsides on Roman Marinello. I'm just going to chalk that up as a just mental fatigue, Greg. So we went from a fourth and two. Now we'll have a fourth and seven if it's a five-yard start on a false start here so <clears throat> still gonna have to try and go for this one and I, I I don't the pass doesn't seem to be there do you pass it or do you try to kick one out to the far side which is probably what I would do with some lead blockers you but you, your split ends far to the right here on the short side so Jason Oaks is gonna take it on an end around and go nowhere and lose his hat as well well again Rick this PB defense does not play around. They're lined up. They know they can't pass. They don't have time. So they're stacking the box. The linebackers, again, didn't get touched. And he just came up and made a great play and uh, stopped Boyertown from getting the first down. So Boyertown will give the ball up on downs here to PV on the Boyertown 41-yard line. So 9-11 left to play in the third quarter here. PV up 28 to nothing. And Kohler will bring them to the line. He'll stay in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. Back in the backfield to his right. Let's see what the defense adjusts to. Looks like we got man coverage again here. As you see the guy dropping back. So handoff to Clemmer yep. up the middle, up off tackle. He'll break free. He'll gain break one, two, three tackles. Oh. He's heading down the sideline, and he is in for the touchdown. Complete breakdown on the play. Four missed tackles, and PB puts six more up on the board tonight. His Boyertown cannot seem to stop this Viking offense. As a defensive guy, Rick, this really burns my biscuits. <laughs> I, and that's a nice thing I can say. I know. Uh, I know. I, I, I mentioned earlier in the game about tackling. 
how they were just throwing their shoulders out. And as you can see clearly right here, they thought they had him. They don't know how to wrap up. They didn't put a shoulder on this gentleman. And uh, he just broke two tackles, made a spin move, and to the house, unfortunately, man. So Clemmer scores the touchdown. Now he'll kick the field goal. And he, <laughs> and he is all perfect. Seven points. <laughs> all seven <laughs> points belong to Clemmer tonight. <laughs> so PV will head up 35 to nothing with nine minutes left to play in the third quarter. We'll be right back here at Bash Memorial Stadium. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Well, me and my lady had our first big fight, so I drove around till I saw the neon lights of a corner bar. Just seem right. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here at Boyertown Bash Memorial Stadium with nine minutes left to play in the third quarter, and this is not the game that Boyertown was hoping for tonight as they are in a 35 to nothing hole right now against Perk Valley Vikings. So Clemmer scored a touchdown, kicks the extra point, and now he'll kick the ball off. This guy's all over the field, Rick. He is indeed, and so the ball is kicked a little bit short and it's taken in about the 26-yard line, and he'll be brought down. I can catch the number here on who is carrying. It looks like Gio D'Addario on the catch there. Sophomore up and coming here in Boyertown. He's got a little bit more playing time here as the, play, as, the, as the season progresses. So Gavin Chamberlain will come back on the field. Anthony Panarello in the huddle trying to get this one straightened out. Kate Sennett will come off, take a break, take his hat off. It looks like... A little physical there on the, on the uh, special teams end. Panarello under Rick, center in the as, eye. As they line up, you can, as you can see, you got the backside slant ready to go. Agby will try and run it up in the middle again. I, I you can't, you can't. I don't talk have on it enough. <laughs> I don't have. It's, it's there. There's it's 40 there. yards of field to it's the left there. side as the Bears are moving left to right from our view here. Yes, sir. And. It's there, Rick. It, We're running, it's, it's you know, really, Bears running strictly out of the wing tee right now. I feel like they've, they've given up in a way to uh, to try to throw the ball. So Panarello under center, handoff to Egby. Going to try and use their horse. He's going to break free up to about the 46-yard line, but that'll be enough to move the chains. And like I said before, give the ball enough times, maybe you'll see something happen here. you got to give the ball to the guy. you got to give the ball to the star and, uh, and just keep feeding him. The so first down for the first time here in the second half. Let's see what they can do. First down for Boyertown. That first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. So let's see what we can get moving here as Boyertown is trying to get some points on the board. They need some momentum. They need some upliftment. These young men, uh, you know, they still got some fight in them, as you can see. Hopefully they don't, they don't quit. Panarello under center. Motion, Jason Oaks. Panarello's back to pass. He's got Marinello down the sideline. I don't know that he was in bounds. Nope, one foot out. That one was to the near side towards us. And actually, I actually think he stepped out of bounds before he even caught the ball, which would negate him to be an eligible receiver downfield. 
So that'll bring up a second, second down. down for Boyertown and the Coltrane, Cody Savage, number 44, has stepped onto the field. And I got to wonder if you're not going to see some fullback power plays up off tackle here with Egby in the eye. Luke Gordway uh, will split to the right on the near side. To that wing. Panarello under center. Showing blitz. Vikings stepping back. Handoff to Cole Hugh Savage up the middle. Looks like he'll gain about three on that play. So the bread and butter oh, plays yeah. up the middle here. Trying to break through that line. Oh, man. Uh, what's the score again? 32 to nothing. 35, you say? Uh, 35, sorry. 35 to nothing. 35 to nothing. And, Lose the track. fullback died? So. Okay. This is my first time watching these guys. So, so last week, the call was missed a little bit. And we didn't get to the player of the game last week as Darren Ziner was filling in for me. And I took a beautiful vacation to the Outer Banks with my family. Absolutely. And Needed that. We'll get to the player of the game right after this one as Panarello's under center. Coley Savage up back. Panarello's back to pass. He's got Coley Savage up at the 50-yard line. He'll be brought down at about the 54. Not quite enough to move the chains, but one step closer. He'll be about two yards away from the first down. So Coley Savage getting involved here late in this game. So last week's player of the game, three touchdowns, fingertip catch, one-handed grabbing in the corner of the end zone for Boyertown was number 34 senior Roman Marinello, and he was the Gridiron Services player of the game. Player of the game was brought to you by Gridiron Services, full service property maintenance, building and remodeling. Call Justin Connick at 484-614-0670. Gridiron Services, make the call, we do it all. Panarello calling the shots from under center. Two receivers split right, one in the wing. Hand off to Coley Savage up the right side. Nope, he kept it, he kept it. and Panarello's gonna be brought down for about a one yard loss. So that'll bring up a fourth down for the Bears. As if he would have handed it to Cole, he would have got the first down on that play. Right, it looks like the fullback dive was there this time. And he, uh, the quarterback unfortunately kept it and they didn't get the first down. So with 35 to nothing, the Bears across into Viking territory. They will elect to punt this one with 5.23 left in the third quarter. Well, that, since that was fourth down, Rick, it's just a change of possession. And oh, my, my bad, my bad, yeah. The, the powerhouse offense is back on the field. Uh, correct, again, correct. Rick, there's nobody in the middle of the field for the defense. I just see this happening Kohler. all day. He'll keep it up the left side, break midfield, down to about the 45-yard line before he's brought down by Luke Ordway, Gavin Chamberlain, and... As they have a new running back in the game, number six, which is unfortunately one of so my good friend's nephew. Rasheem Grayson. <laughs> uh, so, Well, it's not unfortunate for you. You get to see him with a little action tonight. As up 35 to nothing, you're going to start seeing some different shirts in there tonight. Absolutely. And you should. So Kohler in the gun. Rasheem in the, taking it around the this, end. This kid's a stud, man. Taking it up, he's breaking three tackles, brought down short of the first down. See how they spot this one. Rasheem Grayson up to about the 43 yard line, brought down by Luke Wardway, number 28, a senior who's been playing extremely well this season. Five sacks on the year. Not like PB needs another star, but <laughs> it just seems like they got, you know, a rotating door on playmakers and, uh, Number six is definitely one of them. Now they're going in 
5'10", Junior, 184, so he's got some size to him at 5'10", there, and a little bit of right. speed as we're seeing now tonight. Kohler in the gun. Up the middle, looks like Andrew Beck up to the 36-yard line as the Vikings will get the chains moving again with 3.48 left to play in the third quarter. Looks like we got some ex extracurricular activity over there uh -huh. by number 74. Uh-huh. Big man. I would just say take your aggression out during the play. <laughs> And that's what we would coach him up for, right? Take it out during the play, so it's legal. And now there's a flag on the field. Now Alex Jules. Unsportsmanlike on number 74. Town. That's definitely not what they needed to, to give easy yards to this potent offense. It's just making matters worse. A couple uh, area scorers. Governor Mifflin now up 42 to nothing over Muhlenberg. And Nick Singleton has three touchdowns tonight, the Penn State commit. Owen J. Roberts up 35 to nothing over Norristown. Oh, man. Come on, Norristown. Springford up 18 to zip over Bethacton and Upper Marion in a tough battle, 17 to 13 over Phoenixville at the moment. PV's student section has got some lights going on over there, <laughs> Donovan. Uh, looks like <laughs> they're, they're, they're still engaged in this game, even though they're up big. Kohler, hands up off the middle there. That's the first big stop out of defense. So hopefully they can keep it going. Good stop, good stop. Dawson DeBebe on the carry there. He might have gotten a yard. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Interested to find out what's going on with uh, our Jerry Gelloff up there in Exeter. Looking for the score there. Bex Catholic in Exeter on that one. So Kohler in the gun. Two left, two right, eye formation. Kohler going to hand off up the middle to Grayson. Grayson will take it down to about the 15-yard line. Keep the chains moving. Nope, not enough for a first down, but moving nonetheless <clears throat> for PV with 2.30 left to play in the third quarter. So, again, we talked about – I talked about at halftime right. about the talent we had coming up with Boyertown, but now we got Grayson on the field for PV. Yeah, and be there another year. <laughs> they won't be left without either. So, Kohler's still in tonight. In the gun. Trips left. One right. Quick pitch out to the left off tackle. Heading up the middle. He'll be brought down by oh, six or seven <laughs> – Boyertown, yeah, a host of Boyertown Bears down at about the five-yard line. And that was Bradley Kirky on the carry. Kershey, I'm sure it is. Rick, they look dejected, Rick. It's it's defeating at this point. Yeah, I mean, they look dejected. You got to hope you can get some points on the board. We haven't we haven't been involved in a shutout yet this year at Boyertown, so let's hope that that, that tonight's not the uh, the first time for that. But you know, going into this game. You know, knowing you're going to have to be perfect right. to be a contender in this right. game. Um, and, but, again, seeing some miscues that could have been changed, could have done some things differently, some plays that I'm sure Coach Miller would love to have back. Um, Kohler in the gun from the five. It's up almost over his head. He'll keep it ending around. He's heading for the end zone, and he is in for the touchdown. The play, right? There's a flag in the backfield. This one might be coming back. I'm thinking maybe a hold. Or a block in the back. Wow. 
That young man has a little bit of speed on him. Rick. He does. He got to the outside with ease. And size. You know, 6'3", 212, wow. playing quarterback and a four-year starter. He's getting to the edge with ease. Let's see what the flag see is. See what the call is here as they back him up. Looks like it's going to be against Perk Valley. They'll bring this one back. There you go. Bears. We need somebody to make a play by this defense, either the defensive line, the linebackers, or even the cornerbacks right now. Don't let them get in that end zone. So Cole will bring him up. This will bring him back to about the 15-yard line, so a 10-yard penalty on PV, and looks like we got a timeout on Boyertown. So they'll take a timeout, and so will we. We'll take a quick break here with 59 seconds left in the third. It's 35 PV, zero Bears. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. What do U.S. Kids presents? What to expect when you're expecting a teenager? Learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Back here as 59 seconds left in the third quarter in Boyertown trying to stop PV from scoring just one more time. PV up 35 to nothing. And they have a first and goal here from their 15-yard line backed up on a 10-yard penalty as Ethan Kohler was in the end zone but called back. So Kohler will be in the gun. One far right, one left. He'll call for the ball. Almost over his head. Quick handoff up the left side. He'll take the corner. Grayson. Is that Grayson? Oh, we got another flag. Grayson is in the end zone. <clears throat> so They're Grayson. To the edge pretty easily now, Rick. There's like no, uh, I, the, no resistance. Just no containment whatsoever no on containment. the corner right now. And, and as a DN, I don't understand. Unless he's getting double teamed, there should be no way that they're getting outside. But again, it looks like there's a penalty on PV. So some <clears throat> discipline issues here with right. Perk Valley. And you got to think at this point, it could be due to bringing in some new shirts, you know, trying to get some younger guys, some reps. You're up 35 to nothing, getting ready to go into the fourth quarter, 53 seconds left. They might have took the foot off the gas pedal. It's <clears throat> like they're just running the ball consistently to the edge, noticing that the Bears can does not have any containment. And again, they're leaving cornerback on the island on the outside here. Ball's fumbled in the backfield and Kohler will be brought back for a huge loss all the way back to the 35 yard line. Fumbled snap so you saw him struggling to get those snaps over his head all night. Sooner or later he was almost going to lose one and that yeah. one that one cost them big as they're taking all the way back to their to the Bears 35 yard line. So the clock's going to continue to run. We'll probably get down to the end of the quarter here before they get another one off. As PV up 35 to nothing here in Boyertown. Clock will run. And you got to hope that Boyertown's going to have get something going here in the fourth quarter, at least try to get on the board, let, let Eggby get loose. 
you know, hit the sideline or maybe a quick slant pass to Jason Oaks. Something to get some motivation going something here. You did, they need something to go into next week. So that'll be the end of the third quarter here. We'll take a quick break. PV up 35-0. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. We're back at Bash Memorial Stadium as we get ready to start the last quarter of this one as PV's up 35 to nothing and the Bears getting ready to try and get something going here against this tough, tough PV offense and, and the defense shutting them down at every corner. I saw some... Some highlights here, some plays that seem to work a little bit, short yardage plays, but nothing that's going to break free and open them up. You need those big chunk plays here in the fourth quarter to try to get them on the board for sure. So PV will take the field as they will move from left to right now in the last quarter. Got the wind in their face here. So maybe affects the passing game, although it hasn't really phased Ethan Kohler much tonight as he's pretty much put that ball wherever he seems fit. Here we go. Second down. So Danny Kohler now in that quarterback. Ethan Kohler not setting this one out. Grayson will take an end around up the left side. He'll take on a man, knock him on. Oh, another And we flag. got another flag as we got laundry all over the field tonight here. Grayson's brought down at about the 16-yard line. That was a very aggressive run by number six. Was his last name Grayson? Yeah. Okay. Rasheem Grayson. He he looked like he was upset. He looked like he was upset. He feels. I think he feels like he should have been in the game this whole time because the way he ran that ball, he was not making a statement. Around. Yeah, making he was a making statement. a statement. Yeah. This is my junior year, but I will tell you right now, you need to bring me in my freshman year or my senior year rather. Sorry. Right. We got an injured, it looks like Ryder Garris was down on the field for a minute. That's a scary sight, but he's now up and walking off on his own power. He seems to be completely fine. Obviously some concern as he was taken out of this field a few weeks ago by an ambulance and oh wow, concussion protocol was what the call was there at the end, but Garris will come off the field right now. Looks like he's going to try and put his helmet back on, so I don't think he's done for the night, but he'll take a blow on this one as Coley Savage comes in the game and we'll move secondary around just a little bit. So 11.45 left to play in this game tonight. PV, wow. the call was on PV. I'm guessing personal foul as wow. they have it. So they had the ball all the way down yep. to the five yard line. <laughs> right, and now they're back. And now discipline wise, they're all the way back at the 33 yard line. Past the 30. On a second and goal from the that's, 33. That's ridiculous. But uh, again, man, it's giving the Bears a chance to, to hold them out of the end zone. And again, Rick, they ran the same play towards the edge. And he got big yards. Definitely seeing some new shirts in here for PV. Here we go again. Same play, Rick. Grayson around the end on the short side. 
He'll take on three, four defenders, bringing it up to about the 24, 25 yard line. So that'll bring up a third and goal from about the 25 yard line for PV. And you're starting to see a whole lot of new guys coming in here as the young guys are gonna start getting reps here tonight. As you still see some starters out there. Luke Wardway still on the edge. Gavin Chamberlain still in the linebacker. Anthony Panarello playing both ways tonight. Right. PB has their backup junior, Danny Kohler, who's not actually related to Ethan Kohler, different spelling. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> not related, uh, different spelling entirely. Okay. And he is their backup and their future for next year, as it looks here. So he's out of the gun. He'll hand off he to Grayson. It. Nope. He kept it around the end and brought down to about the 10-yard line. About the 10. About 12. the 10-yard line. So that'll bring up a fourth and goal for Perk Valley. And... I Looks like they might be bringing the field goal unit wow. on here. They don't see much of that. Oh, man. Did see O&J do that a few weeks ago and successfully completed. So we'll see what PV has in mind here. So, yeah, Clemmer, Clemmer will come in to kick this one away. Well, they're just trying to get everybody out of this game healthy. And as you can see, they bought, like you said, they bought in some new players and took the, the main starters out except for number seven here. <laughs> Fitting number, scores the touchdown, then yep, kicks yep. the extra point. Looks like about a 32-yard field goal here. Let's see what leg he has. It's up, and no it is good. Wow. So Clemmer is perfect tonight here at Boyertown as he kicks the extra three points. It's Perk Valley 38, Boyertown 0 with 9.28 left to play in this game. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Bear Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying He'll set. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back here in Boyertown as 928 left to play in this one. PV just put three more on the board. It is now 38 to zip. Boyertown will try to get something going here on offense. Roman Marinello back deep at the three-yard line. It's going to be a short kick to the left side. Oh, you got to get that ball. Why would you tackle him? And that was oh, a, you can tell you can tell he's upset, man. That was a, that was definitely that's a, a late hit call. by Grayson over yeah. here on the left side of the field, Grayson, he's letting uh, that ball roll out of bounds. He's uh he's a little bit upset, man. He's making plays like that. Kate Sennett didn't know where to pick it up or let it go, or couldn't get a handle on it. Just couldn't get a beat on what to do there. So I believe it was Kate Sennett or Gio Daddario over there on the left, far side of the field. So. Either way, the Bears will take over on offense, moving right to left. They're moving with the wind here with 9.28 left to play in this game. And you're starting to see a whole lot of new shirts here defensively for PV, but Boretown will keep their starters on the field here tonight and try to put some points on the board. Agreed. They definitely need to do something uh, to, to motivate themselves, to, uh, to keep them engaged right now. With nine minutes left in the game, you don't want to see them just 
go out there, roll over, you know, just not going full out because in football that can cause an injury at any moment. So Bears will take the ball from their own 35-yard line on a personal foul call for PV. They've had quite a few of them tonight if you're keeping track. Panarello under center. He'll hand off to Egby up the middle, but go pretty much. He'll gain about five on that, maybe three. Won't be able to take him down, though, as Egby is one strong running back. Not able to bring him down, but wrap him up enough that they will call the whistle on forward progress before anybody gets hurt there. Egby will come off and take a break. Looks like the Savage. his night's not done. <laughs> but it might be being uh, one of the top players that they have at this point of the game. You don't want to get, like I said, you don't want to get anybody hurt. Cody Savage committed fullback. Looks like Oaks will be in the backfield. Senate in in motion. Handoff to Cody Savage up the middle. He'll take four or five guys with him. And I'm telling you, Coltrane moving that ball. Not a long downfield runner, big chunk runner, but he will take the ball and take guys with him. I mean, there's. Not much stopping that kid. We got another flag on the field, Rick. It looks like these referees are trying to prolong the game for some apparent reason. <laughs> There's no point right now. These flags are kind of getting out of hand. Kind of like ripping off a band-aid. Let's just get yeah. let's, let's get through this let's one. Let them play it out. So we got no. another call against against Perk Valley here, and that'll be enough for a first down for Boyertown. As the Savage was two yards shy, and that will move the sticks for Boyertown. So. That'll take them across midfield, and we'll head into Viking territory as the Bears are going to try and punch one in here. A lot of a lot of new white shirts over there on the defense, Rick. A lot of new shirts. You can see the size something. difference. You can right. see it. You can, you can see the size difference, right? You got to do something. Panarello in the under box. center, Senate in motion. Savage fakes the handoff. Marinello around the end. He'll kick kick the edge. He'll take a guy. He's heading in the end zone down to the 20, 15, 10. Five. Be brought down at the oh, one and take the referee out him. with him. Lost his helmet, too. Good, good hustle. Good hustle by Grayson. Rasheem Grayson on the stop there. It looks good like hustle. he might have stopped him at the two-yard line. He definitely stopped him, Rick. It looks and like he took the ref out, too. Marinello not real happy with how that one ended up, but the ref... I think the ref took the hardest <laughs> hit there. The ref definitely got leg whipped and uh, was knocked out of the play. And looks like Romanero is actually Romanello is actually getting up, kind of uh, a little limpy. Flag on the play, Rick. They're bringing it back. So all that for nothing. <laughs> so Boyertown taking a hit. Boyertown taking a hit on the laundry end this time as PV has been on the wrong side of the ball recently. Now Boyertown on a great run. We'll bring that one back. That was a great one. I think that was the longest one they had all game. Possibly the longest play they had all game. You can tell you Roman is not happy out there. He <laughs> so take him back to the 46-yard line, and Panarello will start this one over again. Maybe he goes same play again. I don't know. Looks like we're set up the same way. Panarello under center. He's savage in the backfield. I would run to the wide side, Rick. Hit him. Pass. Flat. Deep out to Marinello. He caught it. He caught that. Yes, he did catch it. So that's a catch from Roman Marinello, and he is out at about the 25-yard line. So that will be a first down for Boyertown, and they'll keep the chains moving. So Marinello not happy with the last play. And now you will see Ryder Garris come in here on offense, and I got to wonder, it looks like Panarello took a hit. And now we will see Ryder Garris, at quarterback, 
tonight. It's been a few weeks since he left this field almost, almost at the same spot as where he was taken down and taken out by ambulance here on the same direction against Owen J. Roberts. So young sophomore, no fear in this young man, Donovan. No fear so at all. That's we will what I like see to hear. him get under center. He is a clutch player. Garris under center. He'll hand it off to Coey Savage up the middle. Savage, he'll take it up to about the 15-yard line. And you Savage, he's keeping the ball moving. You know, it, it bread is. and butter. It's a bread and butter play. It is. It's and, uh, not what you want to see. You want to nah. see points on the board quickly and try to. But, you know, with 7.20 left to play in this game, 30, yeah. 38 to nothing, I mean. I feel like they're just trying to work. They're, right now they're at practice. Well, they're running through their plays and making sure everybody gets their assignment correctly. Again, you don't want to leave with a goose egg either. You don't want to leave with a goose egg, but I feel like the coaches are trying to do more coaching right now instead of trying to play this game to win. So two left, one right. Oh, and it looks like we're going to have a... Oh, in the huddle. Is it a flag or a timeout? Is, well, I let's just see what we got here. I didn't see the flag. But that should have definitely been too many men on the field by the offense. Uh, you can't have a guy just running off the field after everybody lines up. Looks like some confusion. And there we go. There's the flag now, Rick. Illegal substitution. Unfortunately, Boyertown shoots himself in the foot one more time. And uh, so second, and it was it was it was second and third, three, second and three on that, and this will back him up to about second and, and eight to nine. Nine. Yes, sir. Second and eight for Boyertown here. Should be a pass. Garris in the gun. He's looking to throw. He's got a man deep in the end zone. It's That's Roman Marinello, but nobody's home. <laughs> Three defenders. Now, what you see from Perk Valley's defense right there is yeah. what you've been wanting to see from Boyertown yes, all night long. you got a safety over the top. Yes, you got sir. the corner coming up, and you even had a linebacker coming back to fill. Yeah, the linebacker took a deeper drop right, and, and, and took away anything inside and uh, gave the, the safety time to help over top. So, again, like, these guys on, on Perky Roman Valley, they know what they're doing. It's man. max protection there with 30 yards in, you know, to try and score that one. They and, know what they're doing. And they probably have second stringers in there. But, again, <laughs> scheme-wise, yes, sir. your secondary plan is much much more aggressive right here. There's so Garris on the inside there. You could throw a backside slam. Garris under center. He'll fumble this one on the snap. PV saying it's theirs. Oh, wow. And it they is. They did pick it up right <laughs> So the snap didn't work out. Ryder Garris drops that one. And Perk Valley will take over with 5.58 left to play, up 38 to nothing here. And you got to imagine Perk Valley is probably just going to run the clock out here. Well, the, yeah, that's what they were doing the last drive. And uh, unfortunately, Boyertown could not stop the on-the-edge run. So I believe that they're going to go right back to it. And if they have number six and angry running back, Mr. Grayson there, he's going to take it to the house. Watch him on the outside edge, but then again, watch your coverage there. As you know, you got a young quarterback, junior, trying to make his stamp his foot. Right. You know, Kohler, Ethan Kohler, out right now, resting for next week's game. So a handoff nope. around the end and oh taken head on this by PB team and Hayden Sizenko. They have a lot of aggression. That's like the fourth time we've seen a, a, a ball carrier lower his shoulder and just 
with no regard take out the Boyertown Bear defender. So Hayden Stazenko on the stop there for Boyertown, but he took the hit. He definitely took the hit, Rick. It's okay. So second and four here for Perk Valley. They're going to try and keep this one moving. Five minutes left to play. Kohler in the gun. Handoff around the end. The He'll again, take the Rick. far side. No containment. Oh, they are man. taking these Boyertown players on and just, They're just powerful. It's just powerful. He, they're making the stop, but they're, they're definitely collecting all that hit. Sophomore Sam Kohler on the carry there. 5'10", 171, but playing like he's 200. Man, that was aggression again. That's what you need to you need to have as a football player. And you know it's bad here when next to us in the booth next to us was the opposing team, Perk Valley coaches, and they have left the building. They so have left their booth. Their job is uh, done for the night. It's empty. They have the visiting coaching uh, sign on the floor. <laughs> this this one is over, unfortunately. So, 4:13 left to play. They're going home early. Kohler around the end, brought down hard on the left side, bringing it up to about the 46-yard line, their own 46-yard line. I don't think they need to stop this clock. <laughs> well, at this point, it's a running clock. You're right. So, Boyertown fought this one hard. I mean, you know. They had a chance in the beginning of the game, Rick. Saw some bright spots. They, both teams come out. They go four and out. Right. You know, Boyertown showed some life early on. Yes, they, showed, they did. They showed, you know, even though they went four and out, they had one, one or two plays that looked promising, try to build off of that. Yes, sir. Um, but ended up not being able to do so as the game progressed, and PV kind of got their number on what schemes that they were trying to put in front of them. So we got second triggers in on Boyertown's defense now, so we'll kind of see how this one finishes up. And uh -oh. quarterback will take it up to the left side. He's loose down the sideline. Good tackle. Saved the touchdown right there, Ray. That would have definitely put six on the board. So trying to get some new numbers here. Ethan Detweiler brings down and the other Kohler. I don't know that it was. It looked like uh, number 16, Brian Holinsky. No. Jack Terlosky. Oh, whoa, okay. Jack Terlosky in at quarterback. So a third stringer in tonight for PV as they got the clock run on this one. 2.47 left to play in this game. Boyertown down 38 to nothing if you're still with us. PV and the gun, two right. Quick handoff up the right side. He'll be met by a host of Boyertown linemen and brought straight down. So that's good. Not getting the ball moving there. Last first down was brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph's, primary care, urgent care, emergency care, on-demand care, the best care anywhere, on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Very thankful to our sponsors here, jgmedia.us. If you want to check out any of the Exeter Burst Catholic or right here on the Bear Sports Network for the remainder of the season, Boretown will face Norristown next week with uh, Norristown not having any wins this year. Uh -oh. Hopefully they can get something going there before their pack crossover game. So PV in the gun. Quick handoff off, off the right side, off tackle. He'll be brought down at about the 30, at the 26-yard line, rather, 26-yard line of Boyertown. So PB is still continuing the drive here. 
Looks like it'll be enough to move the chains for PV. So they'll keep moving this one with 142 left to play. Is and that a home game next week? It is, if it's a Nor at, we're at Norristown next at week. At Norristown, okay. So welcome to come down and cheer us on. <laughs> Eric Butcher will be back in the booth with me. Yes, sir. And it's been an awesome experience having you here tonight. Absolutely, man. I'm a football guy, like you know, as uh, as PV starts the kneeling process to uh, end this game. Nobody getting hurt. And this is my first time out watching a high school football game in a long time, and I, I had a blast, man. It's, it's unfortunate the Bears. Unfortunately, we couldn't give you win. a better game. Yeah. <laughs> so Boardtown's going to take a goose egg tonight. Yeah. But that will bring us to this week's player of the game, and, and, and it's tough because you're looking at a team that wasn't able to get a whole lot going tonight, but one guy that kind of stood out to me in particular and stands out every single week and kind of okay. misses the bus on, on the player of the game because, you know, of one player or another. But So this week's Gridiron Services player of the game would be number two, Leo Egby, who's a horse in and out every single week for this Town team. I know he's trying to get his huddle out there. And, uh, you know, look at the college recruitment as he is a senior and will be graduating this year from Boyertown. Okay. So this week's the player of the game brought to you by Gridiron Services, full-service property maintenance, building and remodeling. Call Justin Connick at 484-614-0670. Gridiron Services, make the call. We do it all. That'll wrap things up here tonight at Bash Memorial Stadium as Boyertown gets taken down 38 to nothing. They'll line up on the 50 to close this one out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back for some post-game comments here. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back yeah. here at Bash Memorial Stadium as we wrap this one up here in Boretown. We'll get ready to head to Norristown next week. Uh, and... and, and uh, a Norristown team that's really struggling, so hopefully Boardtown can get things back on track. They got two games left to play here, and we knew going into this one, I've said it repeatedly tonight, they were going to have to play 100 to try to get this one and be competitive against this tough Perk Valley team. Absolutely. Takeaways from the game. But what are the positives here, Donovan? The positives that they did give up on defense. You know, they, they still kept fighting. Uh, it wasn't just, you know, uh, letting everybody just run around freely, um, you know, just unfortunately that the, the game got out of hand in the second half here. But uh, mostly just by passing, man. I think the passing defense needs to improve, obviously, and just more awareness by the defensive ends. It, it wasn't a lot of pressure, and uh, and it killed them in the long run. So PV will move on to the pack title game this year as they clinch that tonight, beating Boyertown. Um, and they will face, I believe, Mithacton next week. Um, so, Boretown heads to Norristown next week, and so do we. So stay tuned. Tune into us next week as we face the 0-8 Norristown team. Uh, I don't like the way you just said that, Rick. I'm sorry, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, a little boost of confidence. So that's, one that's my thing, alma mater. One thing to note, I would like to note real quickly, is that I, I got to take a picture of this tonight, Donovan. Absolutely. Every, every night after, the, every, after every game here at home, 
Boyer Sounds cheerleaders and their football team go over to the goal line in front of the band, and the band plays as a unity of the entire school. So the line, with the, the team and the cheerleaders line up, and the band plays for them at the end of every single game as they would get ready to head to the locker room for the post-game talk with Coach Miller. So something I think that's really cool in our town that we do, a lot of different things, but just one more thing that brings Boyertown unity, even after you a big loss like tonight. Keep your heads held high and get ready for next week's game. So with that being said, Donovan, thank you very much for coming on with us thanks tonight. It's been an Rick, absolute man. pleasure. Absolutely. I enjoyed myself. Uh, thanks for everybody to listen to us, uh, friends, family, uh, people that love this football program. It's only one game. You know, they still have the rest of the season to prove that, you know, they're out here just to compete. And so don't give up on them. Keep coming out and cheering them on. And, so – Norristown next week and then back home for the last game on the 29th. We hope you join us for the next two weeks. Jerry Jerry Geloff Media. We hope you enjoyed the game. Our first is uh, on the Bears Sports Network. We'll be with you for the last two games of the season. Join us. So with uh, myself, Donovan Palmer, and our producer, Karen Nicely, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening you, to Karen. the Bears Sports Network. Thank you for joining us for Boyertown Bears football on the Bears Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Join us next week when the Bears travel to Norristown to battle the Eagles. You can listen to the game at jgmedia.us. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.